Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne. James Francis Bryan, Iowa. Sheldon Willis, out of gaming commission. Francois Pina, captain of the league. Me, sir? I don't know who I am! I'm a finest. I'm a Texas Ranger. I am a traveler in both time and space. Impersonating practically anybody. I need to write their map. Hello everybody and welcome to Sine Waves, your favourite podcast all about movies, especially Matt Damon movies. Entirely Matt, Matt Damon, Damon movies. movies. <laughs> <laughs> and reality TV. Um, Occasionally, I'm, yeah. I am your host, Hannah. With me as always is my friend, Sean. Hello. And guys, we've gone back to an old, reliable trope of this podcast. Oh yeah? Hannah and Sean being kind of hungover, talking about a complicated <laughs> yeah. movie. Boop, 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 boop. We, were, we were out last night, mm-hmm. we were recording this morning. It's afternoon Good now, times. buddy. Oh, God. No, it's not. It's that's one not, o'clock. That's not real. That's it's, fake. It's yeah. No, that can't be allowed. Yeah. We've been, listen, I've been up since half eight. So, like, I've... I've been up a while as well. Yeah. Um, the movie we're talking about this week is 2005 film Syriana. Syriana. Directed by Stephen... Stephen... Gagham? Gagham? Yeah. All right. It's literally Gagham. Yeah, Gagan. Gagan? Mm-hmm. Stephen Gagan. Gagan. Uh, starring George Clooney, Matt Damon, uh, Jeffrey Wright, Chris Cooper playing Chris Cooper. Chris Cooper, yeah. yeah in every movie. Playing the same guy, guy again, yeah. Uh, Amanda Preet, William Hurt, Christopher Plummer. Just... Also uncredited in this film, Viola Davis. Yeah! Viola Davis, my woman king. He's uh, playing like one of Bush's... Um... Yeah, like a... CIA lady. Oh, she's no. Playing, no, she's, she's playing a real person. Yeah. Yeah, she's, she's playing... Um, she's also just playing uh, fucking Amanda Waller from the Suicide Squad again. She's playing... Who was... She died recently. No, like, Bush... I think Bush's Secretary of State was, like, an African-American woman who was, like... Looked like this. Sure. Like, it's very clearly meant to be this... Yeah. It's, an, it's yeah. not Anita Hill. Anita Hill was there. I'll figure it out later. Sure. Um, in a movie that I liked... I thought was made... I don't think... I liked it. I thought it was fine. Yeah. I thought it was fun. I don't think it's the world's best movie. Yeah. Um, I thought it would be far more racist. Yeah, me too. I was very happy with how not racist it kind of is. uh, It's just kind of a movie that you're like, oh, it's actually... It's it's saying something interesting. It's talking about uh, how maybe the Middle East is fucked because America keeps... uh, Fucking it. Messing it up. Yeah. For oil. But maybe you need a little bit more time to prove... Like, to prove... Yeah. I'm underripe. Yeah. It's... It definitely has things to say. Yeah. Yeah. I say it's one of those things that the book is better. Sure. I Bec- would, yeah. Because I, I say the book can spend more time talking about certain things. Yeah, yeah. Or the movie, you're like, we're going to lose people if we have five minutes of Jeffrey Wright talking about legal shite. Oh, I would love that, though. I know, I would too. We'd give Jeffrey Wright five minutes talking about whatever the fuck he wants. Jeffrey Wright's so un- underutilized in this he film. He really is, yeah. yeah. He's so good in it, though. He's very good at what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. I do think watching this this morning hungover did not help the experience. Yeah, I watched it after after a bike ride on Wednesday after nice. work. <laughs> I think that was the ideal way to watch it. Like, yeah, yeah. mildly exhausted, but like energized yeah so there's kind of three before we we do the the other media section to warm up basically what this movie is it follows like three kind of characters you've got like george like four well it's george clooney yeah i say yeah like there is actually there is four because you see the uh, there's the two dudes the two dudes the two um pakistani workers yeah who I'm sure they said their name in the movie, but I, I don't. Yeah, I, I can't recall it. You know, I can't recall most of these people's names except for Bob. Bob, because they keep saying it. Bob. Bob. 
Um, you've got uh, George Clooney. Oh, and Bob. also Jeffrey Wright as Bennett Holiday because that's the coolest name ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jeffrey Wright is yeah. You've got George Clooney, who's like a CIA operative kind of agent, who's like, ah, oh, just when they're like Beirut in the eighties, I did a fist pump because I was yeah. like, yeah, who's <laughs> uh, like a CIA operative. You got uh, Matt Damon. Matt's entered his dad arc. Yes, he Very... is playing a sad dad in this, and, and it's movie. and it's exciting like yeah. I'm, I'm like oh. <laughs> this is where it begins it begins also i think he's very good in this movie yeah i think he's pretty good i think he's well. i yeah. think he is the strongest i don't know because they don't use jeffrey Wright very well in this i don't think no but it's just kind of a an un, like an unfair not an unfair role but it's like it's there to kind of show you behind the scenes and stuff i would say yeah matt's playing uh an energy analyst who kind of ends up working for the plot of the movie mm. and then jeffrey Wright, who's like a lawyer for like an oil company. Yeah. And then you these two kind of Pakistani workers. Yeah. Who work in the oil field. Yeah. The movie's all about oil. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you, if you couldn't guess so yeah, far, it's, it's a, all about oil in this one. It's all about oil. We'll get to talking about the movie in a bit. This movie has yeah. a reputation for being very confusing. And I didn't find it that confusing. But I'm also someone that like, likes Tenant. So. Yeah. <laughs> I found it a little confusing, but that may again be because of the aforementioned hangover. Yeah. And also, it's just, you know, I've watched a lot of these movies before, so I'm yeah, good. I'm fair. used to, like, being like, ah, I understand if this relates to this. Yeah. You uh, know? Before we started recording, Hannah described this film as not, like, being a movie that I would like, and she then proceeded to describe my taste in movies in the most scathing way I have ever heard, which is also kind of 100% true, though. I was uh, like, <laughs> there's no men punching each other. Yeah. Uh, there's no pretty women. Yeah. There's no... Uh, there is pretty women in this. Yeah, but it's yeah. not like... They're not being, like, ogled by the camera. <laughs> hey, hey now, you don't need that in a movie. <laughs> the movies you like, they do. <laughs> um... There's no, uh, no shit the, jokes. The shit jokes was the big one. The, the poop jokes, we need we need a couple of them in every There's no movie. one falling down humorously. You need that as well. <laughs> there is somebody falling down in a way, but it's portrayed horrifyingly. Is this when George is getting tortured? No, with the kid. God, yeah, that upset me. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah. Uh, Fred Jesus, this movie kills a kid. Mm. Is this our first kid death movie? Yeah, because none of the kids in Brothers Grimm actually died. No. No, the sister died in Brothers Grimm at the beginning. Yeah, but you don't see it. Yeah, yeah, true. Did someone die in School Ties? I don't think so. Did a kid not die in... Are you getting School Ties confused with Dead Poets Society? I might be. I a might movie be. we have not watched, yeah. but everyone thinks Matt Damon is in. It's really I was, funny. <laughs> I was also about to bring up fucking... Um, do the right thing, and then I realised that that's not a Matt Damon movie. <laughs> Great movie. I'll sh- I'll brief, uh, I should, Sean and I were talking about it on Thursday, Spike mm. Lee and Denzel doing a new movie. Yeah, very excited, very excited for, that. for that. That's going to be um, great. But before we get there, we have to talk about our media we've consumed in the mm-hmm. last two and a half weeks. No, two and a half weeks? I think so. Because we didn't record, we haven't recorded in a long while. That's terrifying. I went on holiday and yeah. then we were meant to record the day like the day after I got back, but we were just both too busy. Like we didn't have yeah. time to watch this movie. And then we were meant to record on Thursday. Friday. Like two days ago. Two days ago and I was sick. So um, this is happening on the... Uh, this is happening on the, on the Sunday the, before it comes out. We've got 36 hours till... No, we've got more than 48 hours. We're good. Yeah, we're fine. We're fine. We're fine. Um, Speaking of things that are fine, yeah? Sean and I are watching True Detective yeah! Season 1. <laughs> 
We and are, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Nothing bad is happening. Uh, we're on episode two only. We've finished episode two. Yeah, we've just finished episode two. We finished episode two like two weeks ago. No, we finished episode two on Monday. Monday? What? <laughs> yeah. After, nah, no. that can't be. After game. On Monday? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Damn, sh- that was this Monday? Oh, fuck, your brain is scrambled. But I've been I've been sick. I'm hungover. I've, I've been doing so much thesis work. I've got Matt's anxiety literature just crammed in here. It's not it's not working as good as it usually does. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I've like I woke up this morning. I read for an hour. Hell I yeah. went for a little walk. Got some bagels. Got some coffee. They were good bagels. They were good bagels. I've got a whole like bag of six of them. I'm gonna go put back in the freezer when I get home. Nice. But I'm also like a little got a little tummy, little tummy sore. Yeah. But we're chill. Sean's ever watched True Detective I've never, before? I, I watched the first episode of True Detective and got a message from Hannah being like, "Stop! We need to watch this together." Mm-hmm. And so we are watching it together now. It's a good because time. I haven't seen. I will talk about True Detective season four because I'm watching that. But we'll talk about season one a bit more yeah. first what do you think's going on i've got no fucking clue mm-hmm. they they killed someone you think so someone got got yeah someone yeah someone clearly got got something happened in 95 yeah something bad happened back then so what happened in 2002 i wonder why did they fall out in 2002 uh, i'm sure that'll never come up yeah i'm sure it's fine yeah um, they're starting to touch on some weird lovecraft shit in it yeah like the king in yellow was mentioned as yeah like, hmm intriguing uh-huh I don't know if it actually, like, pulls the trigger on any supernatural shit in this show or not, but I do know that they apparently get into more, like, weird eldritch stuff as yeah. it goes on. It's so fascinating. So, like, I got season one of True Detective spoiled on me because I was so on the internet as, like, a teen. Yeah. Because like, this show is, like, it's a decade old now. It's 2014. Yeah. So I know who the old, like, the big bad was going into it, but everything else I knew nothing about. Right. So it's interesting... Watching someone who knows nothing watching it. Because I sure. didn't get to have that experience just because, like, it got so vaguely spoiled. Like, I got... Yeah. 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 I got spoiled, but, like, it didn't ruin the experience for me. I won't do the same thing to you. But, sure. Um, season four is weird. Season four is yeah, very so different. Yeah, so i Season four is very different. Mm. I watched one episode of season four. It's set in Ennis, Alaska. <laughs> Terrifying. Uh- <laughs> um, much more supernatural. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like Ennis, Alaska and Ennis, County Clare have slightly different vibes as well. Well, Ennis, Alaska, it's just, it's di- the, the first episode is day three of the, like, 30-day night. Sure. It starts off... Oh, they have that in Ennis, Clare as well. That, no, the it's sun all, never rises the in The sun Ennis. never rises. Yeah. You just go in and it's like, <laughs> the skybox gets the light brightness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, season four is very different so far. They're definitely going to touch more on, like... I know they go their First Nation in Canada. I'm not sure if they go by First Nation mm. in Alaska. But like the kind of act like native tribes people. So there's a lot going on with that. Like a lot of the cast are native peoples. Cool. There's like an Arctic research station and everyone disappears. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Like it starts off with them like hanging out and then one of them goes like, she is returned. And then it jumps forward. They got the thinged. <laughs> they got the thinged. <laughs> um, that's very good. Hell yeah. Very creepy when you are watching it and then uh, you see that weird symbol. You know, the little spiral? Mm. World Spiral's back in yeah, season four. That's wild. And I'm like, uh-oh. They're playing the hits, I guess. I guess. It's the, yeah, I'm, I'm interested in it because sure. 
We're going to watch all of True Detective, I think. I think that would be fun. I think so. So I won't spoil it. I think we're going to do that. Yeah. They're so different each season. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I've heard bad things about season two. I don't... I like season two. Okay. Season two has way less supernatural. I don't think there's actually anything supernatural in it. Cool. Um, it's much more into the like machinations of dirty cops. Hell yeah. Which is Damn, fun. Damn, dirty cops. Who'd have guessed you would like it? Yeah, and Colin's in it. Irish, are we Irish oh, cop? Colin Farrell? Yeah. Nice. He's Hell the yeah. main guy and Rachel McAdams and Vince Vaughn. Oh, Vince Vaughn? <laughs> oh no. I, I think Vince Vaughn's like an evil movie producer. <laughs> like it's fun. Like it's just not. It, Vince Vaughn looks like an evil movie producer. He does. I kind of like Vince Vaughn. Yeah, I think. I think he's, yeah. a, he's a good guy. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if he's a good um, guy. But. I, read a, I read a thing recently actually. It was an interview with Gus Van Sant. Okay. Where he was asked about. I didn't realize that it was him who did the shot for shot psycho remake. With Vince Vaughn. With yeah. Vince Vaughn. Uh, but the interviewer asked him, like, hey, why, why did you do that? Because <laughs> he's like, I made good of hunting, I can. No, he, his answer is, I just wanted to see what would happen. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind oh. of baller. Yeah, that's cool. I like yeah. that. Yeah, True Detective Season 1, a good time. I will be like Matthew McConaughey when I grow up. No, please don't. <laughs> I don't want to be Woody. <laughs> <Got to talk. laughs> We're watching episode two. And this is when you find out Woody's having his affair. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he just like, like, like the Hamburg yeah, killer. Hands. <laughs> He keeps doing like a pink panther, like finger, like magic finger to try and it's like. It looks like something the night fox would do. Where he's like, he's just trying to like eat this woman's yeah. ass. And I'm like, please, Woody, stop. Um, oh, God. It was so funny. We were a little delirious watching it. We were like, a little what? bit, yeah. yeah. We've been playing Pathfinder since like two o'clock. Yeah, we've been playing a game for six hours. And yeah. then we were like, now for uh, two hours of true detective. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it was very good. Something that's also very good that Sean is, you know, talking about media that's old. Sean started replaying Kingdom Hearts. Hell yeah, I believe that Kingdom Hearts is light. That's the only time. So it's never really explained what Kingdom Hearts is. Like, Kingdom Hearts is a thing in the game. Like it's a it's a visible thing. People go to it. It's never really properly explained what it is, except for at the end of the first game, where Sora says, "Like I truly believe that Kingdom Hearts is light." Kingdom Hearts scares me. This game fucking rocks. I oh, it, love the Kingdom Hearts. It has games. to be a game that's good because I don't think the fandom would be as crazy as it is if it wasn't actually yeah, enjoyable. Yeah. Um, um, I think m- my favorite thing about Kingdom Hearts, right? It's the final fantasy of it all. I mean, I like the final fantasy of it all. Yeah, that's pretty good. But um, the way that I have chosen to experience the Kingdom Hearts franchise mm-hmm. is I have played Kingdom Hearts 1, yeah. 2, and 3. And three. I've played none of the spin-offs. Okay. And I will not be playing any of the other spin-offs until Kingdom Hearts 4 comes out. Uh-huh. I'm going to play Kingdom Hearts 4, go in blind. Uh, because the story of Kingdom Hearts for the first game... Makes sense. It's makes chill. Makes sense, yeah. The second game... A little confusing. Starting to get a little crazy, but still, like, still comprehensible. For the third game... Wasn't there a massive gap between there was two like, and three? There was like 15 years or something oh, like no. that between two and three. <laughs> okay. And there were so many, like, 
spin-off games and prequels and yeah. other tie-in shit mm-hmm. between them that were actually like crucial to the plot. I've heard that's one thing that's very bad about the Kingdom Hearts fandom is if like you did not get into them like when one and two were out and have not been buying those games. It's like yeah. mildly incomprehensible. Yeah, they do they have made it a lot easier. They have like collections where it's just like here's the games in order. They've condensed some of the games down to like just their cutscenes. Like the mo- okay. like the mobile games and shit like that oh, they fair. have as like a movie. Okay, that's a better way of doing that. But at the moment, I've just gotten to Travers Town. Donald and Goofy have set off into space in search of, of King Mickey. I've met up with uh, Yuffie from Final Fantasy VII and Squall from Final Fantasy VIII, who is called Leon in Kingdom Hearts for no reason, really. Um. <laughs> if you don't know, Kingdom Hearts is a game where you play... Final Fantasy, but with the Disney characters and, like, various worlds. Yeah, so it's like... Like, I'm sure everyone knows what Kingdom Hearts yeah. is. It's a JRPG where you play as Sora, like an OC guy, mm-hmm. um, and you're traveling between different, like, Disney worlds. Trying Disney to... properties. Yeah, exactly, it's yeah. Such, such to... a bizarre franchise. Yeah, and you're trying to prevent them from being consumed by darkness or fucking whatever. Yeah. Uh, and there are Final Fantasy characters there sometimes as well. Someday. Banger series. Someday I'll play it. Yes, please. Yeah, just be like, what the fuck's going on in here on yeah, this day? It's it's great. Yeah. One of the old Brian David Gilbert videos is him trying to do the plot of Kingdom Hearts. Or is yes. that Zelda? Yeah, no. He doesn't he did he a does, Kingdom Hearts episode. He did a Kingdom Hearts one, yeah. Yeah, I can't yeah, remember yeah, what yeah. it's about though. Kingdom Hearts is about friendship. That's what it's about. Don't worry about anything other than that for now. <laughs> Something that's also about friendship and family is yeah. The Bear Season 1, which I yeah! finished. I fell in love again. All things go, all things go. Drove to Chicago. All things go, all things go. Um, <laughs> I rewatched it the other, like, during the week as well. Yeah, I, I, I'd watched, like, five episodes of it, and I was like, I'm going to finish the show in, like, one sitting. And then I watched a review episode, and I had to take a break. Uh, so I yeah. rewatched the review on Friday, and then finished the show, like, I just finished the next episode. Um, mm. I will agree with what your roommate's saying, with that season finale is not great. Yeah, it's not, it's, yeah. It feels like they knew that they wanted season two to be about them, like, opening an actual fancy restaurant. Yeah. But they didn't quite have the time to to get there in a more organic way yeah but also like did they know they were going to get a season two when i just i don't remember because i for some reason i have no idea yeah i think it's not like only murders in the building where only murders was meant to be a standalone and it got made into like a like a multi-series thing sure um if you don't know what the bear is the bear is about a very stressed out man named carmen Mm -hmm. um running his family Uh, like restaurant that his brother left him he he used to be like a michelin star chef yeah uh and his brother dies and leaves him like this kind of crappy little like beef shop yeah it's like a sandwich deli kind of thing yeah um and it's just like the interesting thing about that show is the dynamics of like everyone's kind of grieving the brother's death and it's yeah, how I think yeah. that's what season one's about I know season two Carmen is not doing well oh Carmen is having a bad time in season two yeah he's having a bad time in season one he's having a worse time in season two how is that possible once you get to the Christmas episode in season two I know that's like doesn't Jamie Lee Curtis appear Jamie Lee Curtis is in that episode and she is horrifying yeah she is a fucking monster oh in that really episode. yeah yeah um 
Yeah, I'm gonna go watch more of the bear. It's very good. Hell yeah. Uh, I love Io in it. Yeah, didn't realize Io funny. wasn't actually Irish. Really? That, didn't realize that was a joke. Damn. I was like telling my parents, I was like, oh, she's some Irish connection. It's really cool. And then I went on her Wikipedia to be like, where is she from? And then I realized she's not from yeah. fucking Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, I feel like I've been tricked at Io. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My favorite is... Reggie? Um, Reggie? Or Matt? Oh. Or in a... Sorry, I was talking about the bear. Yeah, in the bear. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck is Reggie in... I might be getting... Who's the cousin? Who's not his cousin? Oh, um... His name's Reggie, right? Or is Richie. it Richie? Richie. Oh, Richie. Yeah. yeah. No, it is... I'm going to get the character's name up. Is it Mar- I love Marcus. Marcus is my favourite. Marcus is great. I like Fack a lot. I think Fack is good. Is that the guy who... Um... The guy who just fixes everything for them? Yeah, yeah he's a Sean great. boy. Um... Uh, no, I like... Ah, uh, uh, where is he? Where is he? Uh, Ibrahim. The guy. He's great. I love him so much. <laughs> the, when they reveal in like episode seven that he was in Black Hawk Down. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they're like, what? <laughs> uh, a movie I've oh, seen. The that's first... the fucking out when Richie gets stabbed and he's go he goes over to Ibrahim to get patched up and Richie's just like, tell me about the factions again. I'm like, holy shit, I love this show. Um, I still don't understand how Sydney stabs him in the butt. Like. Sydney does meltdown. I, I understand it. Mm. When you, the second time you watch it, you're like, oh, it's because Carbon's being a fucking prick to everyone. Yeah. 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 But I'm also like, in that situation, I was like, yeah, I kind of think he's allowed to be a prick. He, he, yeah, that- she stabbed him. <laughs> no, it's more the, um, when they're like, you left the pre-orders open and he's oh, freaking yeah, out. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I know he's being a prick and you're meant to be like, oh, he's being like an asshole to all the staff and then he's trying not to. Yeah. I kind of think he's just about his actions. Because, like, <laughs> this is a fucked situation and nobody is helping. No. <laughs> like, everybody is doing the exact wrong thing. Yeah. Marcus with his donuts. <laughs> he's like, no, no. Are you fucking with me? <laughs> oh, it's so good. I must watch about my, my dad because yeah. uh, my dad is, I love him dearly. He scares me when he cooks. Oh, really? Oh, he gets very stressed out cooking. Because he's, he's such a good cook. Mm. So he doesn't like when people fuck with him. So he's like, get out of my way. And I'm like, ah. He is the bear. Don't say my dad's a bear, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, God. What a show. What a show. I'm very excited for season three. It's coming out in June. Yeah, it's coming out in June. I'll watch season two by yeah. then. Eyebrow Guy is in season two. Oh, I know. Yeah. Why do you think I started watching the show? <laughs> well, Hell yeah. Will Poulter miniseries would be so cursed. If we did it. Oh, we'd have to watch fucking Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Would we? Yeah, he's in that. We're he already plays... watching Deadpool 2. Yeah. yeah. Um, we have to watch... I learned some stuff about Deadpool 2 recently. Oh, the, about the stunt woman? Yeah. That's fucked? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? We'd also have to watch Voyage of the Dawn Treader. Oh, yeah, because he's fucking used to scrub in that, yeah. right? Is that where your mouse obsession comes from? Is it... Reapy Cheap or whatever his name yes, is. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I, I fucking adored that book when I was a kid. Oh, I did too. They're great. Um, uh, that was my dad's favorite book when he was a kid as well. Oh, cute. Yeah. Speaking of um, well, the MCU, Sean watched an MCU movie. Hey, Will Poulter's filmography is not very long. No, I know. It's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, we get to watch Detroit. Which he's is in cool. Midsummer. Oh, yeah, Mids- he is. Midsummer. 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 We also have to watch that fucking terrible comedy with Jennifer Aniston. Oh, uh, we're the Millers. Yeah. That's a, no, that's a banger. 
Yeah, there's someone falling over. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> uh, yeah, speaking of the MCU, I watched The Marvels. How bad was it? It was far better than I was expecting. Really? Like, I, I actually quite liked it. That, um, uh, the director for that movie did was on Blank Check. Oh, before, cool. Yeah, like nice. years ago, after she did Candyman, whatever that Nice. Was. Yeah. Um, she seemed cool. Yeah. The Marvels was a lot of fun. Looks shit. Oh, really? The, the visual, like, the CGI stuff is awful okay there's some really nice like costume design work and stuff like yeah. they go to a, a musical planet at one point where like everybody speaks in song or whatever the costumes there are really cool and there's a big yeah. like, dance number but like all the cgi is shit in it i think i i think i posted a message into a server about it saying it was a sitcom lighting ass movie uh and yeah it looks it like it's lit like a sitcom it's just um, one of those things with like the mcu because now I feel like 2024 is going to be the year the MCU, like, loses its cultural... Uh, it's gotta be. It's gotta yeah. be. Yeah. I kind of think Barbenheimer has killed the MCU. Sure. Because I think... People are now going to see other movies. Yeah, I think because the big movie, like, 20, 2022, the big movie that summer was, like, Top Gun Maverick, I feel like. Yeah. And, like, yeah. and other kind of franchisey stuff. And then, the, like, people were excited for Guardians 3. But, like... I don't know anything else. Like, mm. I don't know what's coming out in the MCU that people are hyped for. Uh, Deadpool 3 is the next one. Is it? But, yeah. like, is anyone hyped for Deadpool 3? It's got Wolverine in it. Is anyone hyped for Deadpool 3? I'm kind of hyped for Deadpool 3. Just with Wolverines in it? Yeah. When's the Super Bowl, actually? Because there's going to Today! Today? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was, I was thinking it's either today or yesterday. Taylor Swift is on her fucking jet as we speak. I hate that I know that. I hate... I hate... Hannah's the one who's been doing the live updates. <laughs> well, I'm so scared for that new album. Yeah, me oh, I too. I think it's going to be... Bad. It's going to be a nightmare. But the Marvels is... Held together just by the performances of, like some of the cast Brie Larson I love Brie the, Larson the, the main three characters like Brie Larson uh, Iman Vellani and I don't remember the other actress's name Marvel's cast so is this the thing where it's like they're all uh, Lashana Lynch they're all um, like Captain Marvel but in yeah. like different universes right no not quite their powers come from like similar energies and shit okay and so somebody else starts fucking with that energy and they start like swapping places oh cool it's really fun yeah um, like just the the chemistry between the main three samuel L. jackson is so funny in it oh really he's so good in it miss marvel's like family show up in it and they're great that's great but like other than those characters everything else about the movie is just like generic mcu it's stuff. just kind of mid yeah yeah uh, there is a psychotic section at the end okay where like it's the 33rd movie in the mcu yeah that's yeah, crazy. I I did a I did a big MCU rewatch when I did when I got COVID for the first time. I, I Sean was live tweeting this to us as it was happening yeah, in our friend group. I think I got to Black Panther. Yeah, uh, and I stopped there. Yeah, and that was the first time I'd actually watched Black Panther. Black Panther's pretty alright. Yeah, probably 
like top tier MCU films. But uh, yeah, the Marvels recommend. It's a good brain off movie. It's like yeah. it's, it's fun. It's fine. But like I feel like yeah, it does have Beast in it. Oh. Beast shows up in the post credit sequence. I remember this happening. Yeah, and Sean was like, "No, yeah, they're gonna start doing it." And they're I'm like, gonna start. They're, they're starting. Oh, I didn't know Tim Blake Nelson was joining the the MCU. He might be there already. I've lost track. I I checked out of the MCU oh, he, so long ago. Is he coming in with the new Captain America or something? Yeah. yeah. God, yeah. Just yeah. Oh yeah, Ant Man came out this summer or last summer. Oh god, that piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. that made that made no. Oh yeah, there's a uh, the fan fort like new Fantastic Four. Yes, uh, Thunderbolts Blade. Sure. Blade is never coming out. It's scheduled for next year. It's not coming out next year. You don't think so? Not a fucking chance. What's wrong with Blade? Mahershala Ali. It's got like I like Mahershala Ali. I like Blade. That film has just had such a troubled production. I will believe it's coming out when I'm sitting in a cinema watching it. Uh, it was meant to film and a strike happened. Yeah. Okay. They've also apparently like been completely reworking the script. Because of yeah. Yeah. Because um, they're like, oh no, our cultural cachet. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, a bomb went off it was Killian Murphy's beautiful face <laughs> apparently uh, Pedro Pascal has been confirmed as Mr. Fantastic I believe yeah the director made uh, like an Instagram post about it mm. um, then deleted it immediately oh, fuck. and then deleted his Instagram he got snipered yeah <laughs> Kevin Feige got him <laughs> Jesus Christ yeah shout out to the MCU it's a, it's the largest cultural event of our teenage slash early twenty hood, mm-hmm. early adulthood. It's going to be very bizarre in about ten years' time, I reckon, when it's lost all cultural relevance the yeah. way it has now. And for like modern te- like teenagers of the era to be like, oh, it's weird these movies were so big. Yeah, and we're like, yeah. yeah, it was weird. They were bad. <laughs> <laughs> I like I I did like the MCU at one stage. Yeah, then they got bad. Yeah. <laughs> Capitalism. Yeah. There was lead in those Stanley Cups. <laughs> I like I keep seeing tweets about with people being like, Oh, everybody's asking for like, you know, more mature takes on superhero movies and like, you know, complex characters, cool costume designs and stuff. I mean, like, you already got that with the Eternals. It's like thing is, right? The Eternals is bad. Yeah. <laughs> Like, people want all those things, but then they also want it to be good. Yeah, like, look at The Dark Knight. <laughs> yeah. That, that's how that's that. That's a good movie. Yeah. Maybe, maybe one of the first of the modern superhero movies. Maybe we peaked. Maybe, maybe we peaked yeah. in 2008. Yeah. Uh, we did not peak in 2008. I said no. that and I was like, oh no. <laughs> God, we're so close to 2008 in the timeline of the podcast. Yeah, we are. Um... Speaking of the timeline of the podcast, we'll hurry up and finish this media section uh-huh. soon. Other shows I watched when I was on my, my trip, I watched Fargo season four. Hell yeah. Not as good as season five, but I still liked it. Sure. Uh, set in 1950s at Kansas City, Chris Rock is like a... Oh, Chris a mo- Rock. Chris Rock. From Grown Ups 2. Fuck you. <laughs> Jesse Buckley is playing like a murderous uh, nurse. Buckley, hell yeah. Yeah. She's cool. I like she her. Is, Jesse Buckley does such good physical acting in that series. Oh, yeah? Because she's like a trained dancer and stuff. So she, she mm. moves very elegantly. She holds herself so well when you see her in interviews. 
or even in like um she's a nice thinking of ending thing yes that's that film fucking raw she does this like weird duck walk yeah all the way through it in fargo where she walks but she doesn't move her upper torso at all but she just kind of wiggles her shoulder so she like okay. i can't describe it unless you see it like it's really un- she's making me this like really unsettling um character but when she just walks, you're just like, oh, I don't like that. Yeah. Um, Let me see if I can find, like, a video of this. Yeah. Uh, it's very good. Fargo is fun. If you're going to watch it, watch season two, four, or five. I've never watched season one. Yeah. What is her name? It's like... Nurse Mayflower. Yeah, Nurse Mayflower. Just does so much murder in the show. I think I've skipped too much. Oh, she's just sitting down. She's, she's not sitting walking. down, yeah. I'll find it when you're talking about your next time. But yeah, Fargo, sure. good show. Hell yeah. Uh, something, another thing that's a good show is Versus Wolves. Something yeah, Sean's been. Yeah, Versus Wolves. Hell yeah. Uh, episode two came out uh, like two days ago. Yeah. It's very good. It's very good. Uh, what is the conceit of Versus Wolves? Uh, just to they, explain it to our, our audience. So it is Wooly from Wooly Versus mm-hmm. and Super Eyepatch Wolf. Mm-hmm. Hence Versus Wolves. Yeah. Um, and what they're doing is... Every episode, they are recommending each other something to do or, like, media to consume for the next episode. And then what they do is, at the end of it, they'll have a big, like, list of all the shit that they've done. And they're gonna, like, find out which one is the best. Um, so, the two recommendations this month mm-hmm. were Wooly had to play Fear and Hunger Goddamn. on the hard, on terror and starvation Sorry. mode. God, that's the one you can't get any party members, right? You can get party members in it. Yeah, okay. you can. And uh, John, Super Eyepatch Wolf, had to uh, go to a local fighting game community tournament and can compete in it. Oh, that's really funny. And I don't want to speak too much about either of those are how they turned out. Okay. Because they're, they're, there's a little twist to each one. Okay. I All will... I will say is Wooly had a terrible time with Fear, Fear and, and Hunger. John had a terrible time meeting the Irish public. Anna? Yeah? Did you meet a friend of ours who I also know is in the fighting game community? Anna? Yeah? There are no fighting game community weeklies in Dublin. Oh no. Did he have to go abroad? Listen and find out. Oh, I will. That's a, that's a setup. That's a setup. Yeah, it's a good podcast. Go listen to it. Yeah. Um, After you listen to this podcast, it plays great. Yeah, listen, listen to this one first, though. We're better. Well, um, we're, 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 I was just saying needier or greedier. I don't uh, both. know. Both. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also better. Yeah. Rate and review. Um, yeah. Share with your friends. Yeah. Email us. Yeah. Um, oh, I got to check the email. Yeah. Thanks. We're nearly at a thousand listens, which is really weird. Yeah. We January hit 900 was, listens. Yeah. Uh, January was our best month ever yeah. on the podcast. And we're kind of freaked out. But it's good fun. times. It's cool. Something that's also very good is something that I just finished reading yesterday, which was The Vanishing Half. It's a very good book. Did we get an email or why did you gasp? No, I was gasping that you... Finished a book? I feel like I finished five books this year. Hell yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, yeah. we're only a month in. Yeah. I'm so scared of the Sarah J Mass girlies. Oh, really? Yeah. They read the, our friend Lucy's a Sarah J Mass girlie. She was like, yeah, I was reading, I read a 600-page book in a day. Oh, yeah. One day, each yeah, day yeah, this yeah. week. And I was like, nah, like, that's not, nah, that's not sustainable. Like, yeah, that can't be done. Yeah, either hot take, you're not reading the book. Like, you're like... I think she read the book. Mm, there's a lot of porn in those books. Yeah. I think you can look at the page and be like, yeah, skip. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Sure. 
That's my hot take about mm. the... Uh, Either talking shit about one of our previous guests. Yeah, I am here. I'm not gonna shit about this. No, I'm not here to talk shit about the like hyper consumption of book Instagram and book like book talk and stuff. Sure. Like people who are like, yeah, I read twelve books in thirty days. I'm like, I actually don't believe you. If you work a full time <laughs> yeah, job, yeah, that's not true. If you work a full time job, See, that's the thing. They yeah. don't. Some of them do, according to them. That's why I mean, like, I don't think you read the book fully. Yeah. Sure. Or the book is like mostly porn which you can just be like yeah hell yeah yeah but I think that's very good nice. it's very sad but yeah. racism but uh, two twins where one of them passes over and leaves her whole family behind she passed she lies and says she's white oh I see okay yeah sure. so they call it it's passing so you yeah. passed over to nice yeah I was thinking that was the, the Jewish thing I think Jewish people do it as well no like Passover okay that is also a holiday yeah. I guess <laughs> yeah Words can have different meanings, Sean. No, they can't. <laughs> His brain's cooked. That brain um, is barely functioning right now. Uh, let's newly in flying forms talk about our last thing on the media list. <gasps> Silent Hill, the short message. I've got one other thing as well. You didn't put it on the fucking list. Yeah, my comments. Oh, yeah. Com- I'll do that at the end. Yeah. Uh, Silent Hill, the short message. Is- <laughs> oh, fuck. We have so many. I forgot the other thing as well. Continue. Uh, Silent Hill, the short message is a shit game. <laughs> didn't like that? it. Yeah, uh, the, I, I was kind of sad because the visuals in it are great. Mm-hmm. Like, it looks really cool. Um, everything else about it is not very good. Um, I don't know how they keep making bad Silent Hill games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, Life is Strange? Yeah. You know the way the character does, like, kind of a running commentary on everything? Oh, no. Yeah, that kind of, that's happening in this game, oh, basically. No. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's not very good. It's very on the nose as well like it's about cyberbullying and suicide and stuff and it's like the most uh it's the most like psa like cyberbullying this year this came out like two weeks ago Fuck off. it was released for free oh it's like three hours long okay yeah maybe it's all like hey japan we have some shit we need to deal with so mm. the like monster looks cool the monster yeah. looks rad uh the environments look cool except for when the monster is chasing you because when the monster is chasing you it turns from you're exploring this like abandoned apartment building that's been like graffitied all over yeah. and stuff. um but when the monster is chasing you it turns into this like like this like silent hill style kind of like creepy town or like red bullshit or whatever red bullshit yeah, yeah like you know like rusty metal doors and shit everywhere like or concrete or whatever and you're just running through hallways and shit away okay. from this monster so it's just boring it's just boring it's difficult to tell where you are or where you're going okay especially in the last section of it where you have to like go through this labyrinth and like find a bunch of different things okay but the monster is constantly following you so you can't like slow down to like see where you are and everything looks the same so you can't really tell where you're going okay bad game didn't like it it just sounds like bad game design yeah yeah, yeah. i don't know how they keep making such bad silent hills mm. like it's I must, it must be annoying because i know they got rid of like the whole team that made silent hill 2 like team silent to yeah. make the first three um and then they got rid of kojima as well the kojima was involved in silent hill yeah kojima made pt yeah. And then that was meant as like a prelude to Silent Hills. Silent Hills, yeah. Yeah. But then that uh, game that like Yeah, but then he kept then he went way over budget on Metal Gear Solid 5 and was an asshole to work with the whole time oh, and really? so Konami fired him. 
I didn't so, know like, about the asshole thing. He was like kept in his own office on a separate floor from the rest of the team. Yeah. And wasn't allowed to talk directly to the it's team. It's just why uh, Metal Gear Solid 5 is meant to be kind of janky. Uh, that's just because it's a Metal Gear Solid game. Oh, really? You yeah, don't like Metal are... Gear Solid, do you? I've played Metal Gear Solid 4 and I wasn't a big fan. Yeah. I feel like I might get into Metal Gear this year. Mm. I think that'd be funny. Hell yeah. Yeah. Become a Kojima stan. <sighs> I do think his Twitter output is just very funny. Yeah, I do too. I think I, I admire Kojima. I'm sure he's a nightmare person to work with. Yeah. Um, But yeah. His movie reviews are so funny. Yeah, I think he's just someone that he's very into, like, the creative art, like, active creativity. Yeah. But, like, he probably needs a really good executive producer to be like, no, could you? Yeah, he needs somebody to tell him no, and he's never going to have that ever again. No. No. He needs someone to tell him no, but doesn't say no too much that he gets pissed off. Yeah. And that's... I see, I see. I feel like saying it once would piss him off. You think so? Yeah. So if he did have an executive producer that, like, would tell him no... The first three Metal Gears. Sure. And then I think their relationship fell out somehow. Yeah. I don't know how, but like it did. Mm. Um, yeah, Silent Hill back in. Uh, speaking of uh, creative relationships that are falling apart, Sean, what comics did you read this week? One comic weeks ago mm. uh coda number five the the last issue oh how's my sweet sweet boy doing uh, he died many issues he's ago he's still my sweet sweet boy he's, he's gone he's nah, dead nah nah um, they're gonna bring him back nah i'm in the cult <laughs> uh the cult don't do so good in this oh. in this final issue they get a they get a portal to the big moon that they were um worshiping and they all start going in it oh no they yeah. don't have oxygen on the moon and so it's not actually a moon it's like a fortress that some ancient wizard was building before the apocalypse. And? That's just kind of still there. And? Uh, and it's falling apart. Oh no. And the main character's like, guys, do not go up there. It's falling apart. Um, and they're like, they're you can't like, tell me what to do. You're not my real mom. Well, you know, he's actually, no, he's like, um, there's like two separate bad guy, bad guy groups in it. And like, Guy is dealing with the cult and his wife is dealing with... Uh, Mr. Coda has a wife? Yeah, oh. that's, that's what the whole... Oh. Series is about is about like their relationship. I did not know. Yeah, she's a big strong work lady. Oh, I know Sean likes back back to the <laughs> list of five things Sean likes. <laughs> there are a lot of shit jokes in here as well. Oh no! <laughs> is there a lot of fighting? There's an amount of fighting. Yeah. Did someone fall over? In a way, I guess. You got the trifecta. <laughs> um, <laughs> the pentagram's the, been complete. The the other like villain group in it are uh, the nomads. It's nomads with the G because they're little gnomes. They've invented guns. Oh no! And they've become like a, a fascist mob. Oh no! Uh, just kind of roaming over the country, like bringing justice and order to people. Oh no, the, the law. Yeah. So it ends with like them kind of like swapping around. Oh no! And the wife goes to deal with the cult. The, the the main guy goes to deal with the fascists, and he just kind of like starts blowing all their shit up because he's like a little sneaky guy. He like sneaks in, and blows up all their factories and shit. Cool. Uh, and the wife is like, "Here's your portal." Okay, hey you cult leader guy who knows this is all bullshit and is just kind of using it for for fame and money. You go in first. Yeah, why don't you go in first? Prove your faith. <laughs> and he's uh, like, touche, madame. Uh, he's fully like, uh, no, I don't need to do that. Actually, she's like, you see, this is bullshit. And then one of the other guys is like, I'll go. And then, then the cult all just go up there. Oh no! What happens to them when they go up there? Uh, they live there for a little bit, and then the thing falls apart, and they all die. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Poor cult. Yeah. 
Good comic. I like it. Yeah. Maybe I'll read it someday. Yeah, you should. Book buying van. Oh, speaking of our last, our last thing that someday Sean will get to finish, and then he can start watching all the Dragon Balls. <laughs> Girl. Girls! I feel like it's been a while since we did a girl book report. It's been a while since we recorded an episode. That's true. Girls season two, episode four. Pretty pretty good. Shoshana episode. A lot of, of Shoshana in yeah. here. She's still very funny. That's good. Um, a lot of Chris O'Dowd in this one. Yeah. Very funny scene, I think, with Chris O'Dowd brings Jessa to meet his parents. Oh, God. Or and just... Jessa goes in kind of expecting his parents to be, like... Posh. Posh, like, real stuffy, you know, real prim and proper and all. And so she goes in and wants to purposely fuck it up because she's a bad person. Uh, okay. Uh, and she's there telling them all about, like, the crazy sex that she's had, all the drugs that she's done, about how she used to be in rehab. And Kristen's dad is just there like, wow, you've really, you've really lived an interesting life. And he's just, like, completely cool with all of it. It's really funny. Um, she's like, no! No. no, no, she's just like, I love you. <laughs> You're great. <laughs> Why is your son so boring? Yeah, and then Chris O'Dowd is angry at her because she's been using him for his money. And yeah. he is an asshole. Like, he's he, a bad he is, guy. Yeah, he is a bit of a dickhead, but, like, she is actually using him for his money. Like, he's right in yeah. that. Um, and they have a big argument and they break up. And she takes one of his humanitarian awards that he's won and smashes it. Oh, that's not cool. No, that's not cool. Um, the guy's a white savior. Yeah. <laughs> then uh, Hannah has a little a little dinner at her place. With whom? With the gay roommate. Marnie, no, the gay roommate's gone. Uh, Marnie's ex. Okay. Marnie's ex's new girlfriend. Okay. Shoshana. Yeah. Hannah. And her boyfriend. Shoshana. Oh, Shoshana has a boyfriend. Yeah. 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 Uh, they do have to explain what a butt plug is to Shoshana, which is hilarious. <laughs> oh, and, Shoshana's just there like, uh, why would anybody want that? And her boyfriend is just there like, yeah, why would (laughs) anybody ever want that? (laughs) I want Shoshana and Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey in True Detective to have a drink. I want Shoshana to star in a season of True Detective. Detective, Oh my god. I'm fucking insane. Yeah, season two, episode four, good episode. I like Uh, it. You're warming up on girls. I'm warming up on girls a lot. It's gonna be weird when you can't watch girls anymore. Hey, I've got Dragon Ball ready to fire. You already sometimes struggle to watch the 25 episode minute. I guess because you don't want to watch girls. Yeah. So you will, you will, we will find the time to watch Dragon Ball. Yeah. I guess. Speaking of talking about a movie that we watched. Siriana. Time to talk about Siriana. Yeah. 2005 film. Mm -hmm. A very 2005 film. Yeah, it's a very 2005 film. As we were kind of alluding to earlier, this movie is complicated. I think yeah. it's the best way to describe it. Yeah, it's yeah. got like four different plots that is kind of jumping between that are slightly connected, but not really. They're connected in the way of you're like, you could understand, you can't really cut any, well, you probably cut the like two 
factory workers but honestly i think that's important to show like the the human element of what all of this is actually affecting that's what i was gonna say yeah, yeah. like that, that's the one i think if you cut it's a remarkably worse film yeah definitely um, yeah but each of the other ones you'd be like oh it's weird they didn't explain why this mcguffining is happening but yeah then they show you it so john and i were trying to talk about earlier how we should talk about this movie yeah and i think we do i think we got to do a plot by plot because we can't do it as it is presented in the film like it's it's jumping around so much it's jumping around so much I think it's, it would be too difficult to talk about in for people who haven't seen the movie yeah because like it just I say it's I'd actually be interested in reading the book I say it's one of those books where like the chapters are like five pages each and you change POV every chapter yeah something. that would make sense I guess the first plot line to talk about is probably the first plot line that they introduce in the movie yeah which is Bob 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 because Bob, Bob has like a big, does a lot in the first half and then he kind of disappears for the latter half. Yeah, the he does. Yeah, the, the the plots aren't all given like equal time, no. I feel. I feel like we see a lot more of Matt. But the thing with Matt is the fam, because there's actually kind of a fifth plot. And I think that's the undercurrent of the movie. Because basically what this movie is, the, the summary, the very vague summary of this movie is, mm. there is a family in this kind of, Emirati, that the father is sick. They have given an oil, like recently given an oil field to a Chinese firm over an American firm. Mm -hmm. And um, because of that, an American oil company has lost out a load of money. So it's trying to like buy another oil company, which, you know. But then the the American government is pissed off at the royal family of this like Emirates, um. So they just makes their life difficult. Yeah, it's, pretty it's kind, much. That's yeah. kind of what's going on. Yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah. There's also like a merger happening between two different oil companies. Yeah, but like that's they say it at the very start of the movie where there's like big oil company A loses his de- loses two deals. Yeah. So because of that, they're buying a smaller oil company that has deals in like Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan, but. Yeah, it has deals in Kazakhstan. Yeah. So that's kind of Jeffy, Very right? Very nice. <laughs> my wife. My son. <laughs> um, so he's like, Matt will spend a lot of time, we get to talk about Matt's plot, uh, spends a lot of time with like the eldest son of um, of the El- Emirati. Mm. Jeffrey Wright's plot kind of ties into the youngest son. Yeah, because you like he says you see his bosses interact with the youngest son a lot. Yeah, because he's convinced that for this merger to happen, there's been some fucked up bribery to have like on hand, yeah. and so he's kind of investigating that. Well, that's kind of the thing for the deal to happen. They're basically like, it looks stinky. Yeah, you we're hiring your law firm to look into the stinkiness of it all. Uh-huh. And then th- this is the weird thing: George Clooney's plot in this movie. It's so disconnected for all the other bits of it. Until, like, the very end. end. Yeah. Yeah. Because, basically, the, the the plot of how George connects into it is George works mm-hmm. with the CIA. Yeah. The CIA don't trust the eldest son. So they are convinced he's a terrorist? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. But then George also kind of connects to the two Pakistani guys. Because of that damn missile. That damn missile, that yeah. That fucking missile. That fucking mi- Oh, God, yeah. Was that... That was in Beirut when he discovered the missile was missing, right? No, no, no. He knows the missile is missing, like, day one. Yeah, yeah, First yeah. First thing yeah. in this movie is you watch in, like, it's Tehran. Yeah. George selling a missile to, like, two arms dealers. Yeah. And they take one, and the other missile 
gets MacGuffined away. Yeah. And then the arms dealers get blown up and you realise mm-hmm. that George has done like a black ops mission. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's his whole thing. He's like he's a black like, ops. Yeah, he's an assassin basically. Yeah. Um, but then it's like later implied that, that he was off books doing that. I don't know. This movie, no, so this movie does not like the CIA. <laughs> so that that's... Um, the CIA, that's the cover story that the CIA are using to like, because he's gotten got. Yeah, because he gets tortured. Yeah. George Clooney is kind of fat in this movie. It's very funny. Yeah, like a little bit. Little, yeah. like he little, got a little chunky. little chunky. Yeah. And I'm like, good for George. Yeah, let me let me see my notes real quick. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I don't have very many notes on this purely because my brain kind of stopped working. This is one of those movies um, where so much, you're going to give so, so much, much happening all the time. Yeah, there's so um, much information kind of being yeah. landed on your, like, Every scene's important yeah. because, like, there's kind of so many plots and it's a two-hour movie. But because there's so many, like, each character has their own plot and they're so... You never have, like, a scene where, like, George and Matt are together talking about it to each other, yeah. if that makes sense. You kind of can't turn off your brain for a scene. Like, there's no filler scenes in it, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, so my first note here is he really pulled a, I was looking for the bathroom, LMAO, because at the beginning when he's like going in to do the arms deal, he gets caught by a guard yeah. and he's like, oh no, I was looking for the bathroom. It's fine. It's no problem. Um, and then my, my next note is just Bennett Holiday is an incredible name because it is. <laughs> when you go on Wikipedia for this movie, there it is separated out by storylines. Oh, really? Yeah. So I think we will, we will do yeah. that. We'll go to the, we'll go to the assassination. The assassination. Plot. So he, he sells the thing. He sells- One of them is missing. The guys get blown up. They get blown up. Yeah. He's freaking out because he's basically like, y'all, my missile's missing. Yeah, and <laughs> that's so, probably a bad thing. No, but, um, we have a missile missing. I've like changed the navigation system so they can't like fire it on somebody. Yeah. But there's still like a shit ton of ordnance missing. And this is 2004, 2005. Yeah. We are in, we are fucking in second year of Bush, you know, or second term of bush yeah iraq Shit. war is going on yeah i think we just invade they're talking about gulf war Two. yeah i'm like oh yeah this war is still in like the early years of this yeah yeah, yeah. i had to think they only left like a year and a half ago yeah it's and, fucked. They, and they and like invaded when we were like three years old uh, yeah uh. <laughs> but yeah so he kind of you know he's like a desk kind of jockey or like the, he's like an assassin he does a lot of field ops you meet a son and you you no, something's Oh, yeah, going. the song. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. I'm surprised they never introduced the wife. Me too. Yeah, it... I wouldn't be surprised... Because they keep mentioning her. I wonder if it's something that's in the book, she has a whole thing, and they just cut it for time. Maybe, yeah. yeah. There was supposed to be... An, there was supposed to be an extra plot... Oh, really? ...in this movie. There was supposed to be a plot about, like, a Miss USA winner, who is, like, the wife of one of the, the, the Emirates... That's in, that's actually quite interesting yeah. to have that, yeah. Um, but they they cut that one for time. Yeah, it's one of those. I don't. You know how there's like a modern trend now where every book gets turned turned into like a six part TV show, so there's loads of padding. Yeah. This is one of those where I'm like, I think this should have been a TV show. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, because yeah. it's just it's just so complicated. Yeah, there's so um, much going on. Uh, yeah, he uh, Bob is like freaking out his superiors because he, of this missile. He keeps going like, guys, there's a missile missing. This is a problem. So they're like, here, have, you've never had a desk job before. Yeah. Have one. Chill the fuck out. They misidentify the eldest son as being the person who bought the missile, yeah. which the movie does not explain well. Because no. I have just, 
I've just figured that out from reading the Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you, you get the vibe that they basically think the eldest son of the Samurashi, they think he's like a shady shit. Yeah. So Bob kind of gets sent to take him out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he has to go to like, he has to go to like Lebanon and deal with Hezbollah. Hezbollah? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, Who, holy like, shit. Yeah. And like the, the Hezbollah guy like seems chill, I guess. It's an, I think that's such an interesting idea for a plot line for a movie like this. Yeah. Which is, what if you were someone who's been in the CIA for like 20 years, um, and especially at this time period where the shit you're like worried about has changed so dramatically. Yeah. Because like Hezbollah were kind of very, were very, very bad in the 80s and 90s. Mm. Don't know, kind of. But, like, they were like, they've been dealt with. It's now Taliban season. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and God. then just... What? Just going, it's Taliban's Taliban season. I'm just getting a fucking image of, like, fucking Looney Tunes, like, duck season, <laughs> rabbit season. <laughs> That's literally what Christ. they're doing. It's like, yeah. they're like, listen, we've signed all little accords. You're yeah. chill. Like... Oh. Okay, I know we didn't like each other in the 80s, but let, let, let just, I'm just going to ignore you for now. Yeah. A truce. And they're like, this is fine. Yeah, you, made, like, you made two corporate ops in this yeah, city. He's, he's fully like, <laughs> he gets like kidnapped and brought in front of the like, the leader of Hezbollah or whatever. Yeah. And he's fully like, look, I'm here on business, but it's got nothing to do with you guys. And dude's just like, yeah, cool. Go ahead. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're good. Don't you're worry chill. about it. <laughs> um, and he comes in clutch later on as well. He does, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then, like, there's a whole Oh, thing. he meets Mark Strong. He meets he Jimmy. Meets, he makes... Hmm? He meets Jimmy. Is that his name? That's the name that um, George yeah. keeps calling him. And that's but not his, his name. he says his name is Musawi. Who's, like, a, like a, a shady shit. He's like, you're going to work with me to kidnap this prince. Yeah, he's, um, like, a, he's like a mercenary. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, yeah, we're going to do a, a thing to kidnap the prince. Hello, Mash. I'm going to step into an elevation with you. And then I'm going to get kidnapped by yeah. Mark Strong. <laughs> <laughs> because Mark Strong like immediately betrays him and kidnaps him instead. Because he works for Iran. Because he works for Iran. Oh. <laughs> I, do, I do like the George plotline in this movie. I yeah. think it is the worst one. Like, I liked it a lot. I like I it. it was... It's fun. Yeah. I think it's the least... It's the least believable of the four. Sure. You know? Yeah. You're most, I think, it's the most like, sure, okay, this is happening Yeah, now. yeah, true, actually, yeah. yeah. It really, like, there are a lot of parts where you're just like, okay, I guess he's doing this now. Like, at the bit at the end when he finds them in the Yeah, car, yeah, like, like, what the fuck, fuck are you is doing? This happening? Yeah, yeah, uh, fucking Muasi, <laughs> he, he gets kidnapped and tortured by this dude. He's, like, pulling his fingernails out. And George is kind of talking shit the whole time. Yeah. And then the the, the Hezbollah guy shows up. He's like, oh, Mark Strong, you better stop doing that. You're here as a guest. Yeah. Was he. You're just like, what's happening <laughs> yeah, in this movie? okay, sure. <laughs> I'm like, are they going to kill George Clooney this early yeah. on? Yeah. This is, like, halfway through the I film. I know. But yeah. Like... I watched this film... Two hours ago? Two hours ago or so. Uh, so much of it has left my my brain already. They basically like the assassination plot is we think that the eldest son is a terrorist. Yeah. Bob gets kidnapped by Iran. The Iranians start spreading shit, being like the Americans are trying to kill this eldest son of this like partner Emirati. Yeah. And they're like, okay, we're going to just say Bob went like off the reserve, like off reservation. Is that? A, I feel like that's that's probably not great. Yeah, that is off the rails. 
That is an expression of after reservation. Sure. I, think. I would Google. He went AWOL. Yeah. So we're going to basically blame him for all of this when he's in like recovery in like Walter Reed, which is like a big, big medical hospital. Mm. Um, and they're like, yeah, we'll just say that like the reason the missile got lost is because he fucked up or whatever. Yeah. So he gets kind of put on like medical leave with the CIA and he kind of disappears for a while. Yeah, he, there's a big chunk of the film where his plot line just kind of stops showing up. Why does he get back in again? It's the whole like, committee to liberate Iran stuff. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So they they basically are the like CLI. The CLI, they basically do this all all these things where they're like, oh, he gets like his passports, uh, his passports get revoked. His passports that, that's get, what gets him, yeah. And his computer gets locked down and all this, and yeah. like he kind of just has this bit where he's like, oh no, I'm being like blamed for everything. So he goes talk to his boss, and his boss yeah. is like, shut the fuck up. Like the president wants us to liberate Iran, and we. Buddy, we're blaming you for all the shenanigans <laughs> that have gone down. And you're like, okay, okay, movie, sure. Um, yeah, go off. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, it's uh, like, we're doing this because, like, the president wants it. Mm. And then he he disappears for a bit. And he appears at the kind of end of the movie. I feel like we should talk about the end of the movie when we kind of wrap up all the plots. Sure, yeah, because this ties in with, like... Matt's plot. Matt's plot. And, like... Yeah. Jeffrey's plot and all this. Yeah, 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 yeah. It does kind of tie in a little bit at the end. Yeah. The way that George's plot ties in is bizarre. George's plot is bizarre in this movie. Yeah. It's like... The tone of it is so different from everything else. Yeah. It's much more like spy thriller, whereas everything else is more like kind of corporate shit. Yeah. It's like... I do find the whole... The, like, the genre of like... You know, like... Have you ever seen Spotlight? that movie it's like the washington post yes i have yeah, yeah you yeah, know yeah. when it's like the, there's like all these like tension in that movie because it's people like looking at pieces of paper and in, in, yeah. in, in well lit like badly lit offices talking yeah the rest of the movie is that george is like the only bit that feels not it's that the only bit with explosions in it yeah well well uh, <laughs> yeah i i like it but it just it totally feels quite off yeah to the rest of the movie yeah um, George is good in it. George, yeah, I think George George's, is good. George's performance is pretty solid. In He's it. not Danny Ocean. Like he does feel kind of like a a low like. He feels like a. He feels like he's been doing this for twenty years, and he's kind of gone a little bit haywire. Yeah. Yeah, like you can tell that he's kind of like people. He's like the priorities have changed because of the, like the administration. But they're actually ignoring the the majorly important shit yeah. for like political machinations, um, which is kind of what the whole movie's about. Yeah, pretty um, much. Do you want to talk about Jeffrey or Matthew? Jeffrey, uh, I want to talk about the two guys. Yeah, two Pakistani workers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I liked those two guys. I thought they were. I think. It's I think the, the dude's dad. I think was really cool. Yeah, he was nice uh, when he was telling them about the like snow capped mountains. That's oh, cute. Yeah. Um, it's. It's, as we said, it's probably the smallest plot in the movie. They probably yeah. only get about 20 minutes of screen time. Yeah. But you, um, I think it's really smart to have it in it. Mm. Uh, Wasim is Wasim. the name of the, the main guy. Yeah. Uh, his friend is not named on yeah. this. Uh, um, but yeah, this dude, Wasim, uh, is like a... They're working was, on the oil field that is being that was given to the Chinese yeah. company. Yeah, so they're, they're like migrant workers from Pakistan yeah. who have moved over. Yes. And when the, this Chinese company take over the oil rig, they, uh, get, they all get fired. Yeah. Um, so they have like two weeks to kind of seek new employment or else they get kicked out of the country. Yeah. 
And it's just like the plight of mar- like migrant workers in like the Emirates. Yeah. Which is real fucking bad. It's it's not good. Yeah. I get a feeling this is like it's low key meant to be because it's a fake country. Is the vibe you get? Is it? I, I thought it was. Is it a real country? I'm pretty sure it's a real place. I'm pretty sure it just is Saudi Arabia. Uh, I don't think they name it. I don't think they do. But I feel like maybe it's meant to be Saudi Arabia, but I feel like they don't name it because they don't want to imply that, like, you know... Jumping between Iran, Texas, Washington, Switzerland, Spain, and Lebanon. So I guess it's Iran. No, but but Iran is, like... It's not Iran, because Iran and America don't get on. Because that's the whole communi- the committee to liberate Iran. Because that's the whole thing that Matt suggests selling oil to Iran. 95% sure. Sure. They uh, never say it. It's like a random, you know. Yeah, it's it's not really specified. Um, but I think it's like, you know how like UAE, there's like a bunch of like different kind of nations within like the Emirates. Yeah. So I think it's just meant to be like a random, like an unnamed Emirate, you know? Yeah. Or like. Um, yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Or like Qatar or something like that, but they don't want to. They basically don't want to say that, yeah, America's assassinated yeah, a um, real person. A real, or like, you know, we control the the Emirate family in this yeah. kind of respect, you know? Sure. Because, like, I imagine UAE would be pissed off yeah. if um, <laughs> they implied, you know, that, like, yeah, there's seven monarchies within uh, the UAE. Sure. So, so it's like, just one of them. It's, one of, it's implied to be one of them. You don't yeah. know which one it is. Yeah, they basically, you know, they're working for... This oil field, they get fired. They go to kind of like, you see them getting like mistreated by the like authorities of this Emirate, which you're like, yeah, migrant workers get treated shittily in this part of the, in all Uh parts of the world, but it's quite bad there as well. And then they get radicalized and it's really sad. um, It's not nice. The son goes to like a school to learn Arabic. Yeah. um, And he meets a cool guy while he's there. Yeah. They feed him. They tell them important lessons about like Islam and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then we discover that they have uh, the missile. The the missing missile. The missile. (laughs) And they they want those guys to go use them. Yeah, it is. That's pretty much that plot. Yeah. Um, they go and they blow up a tanker. Very reminiscent of an actual terrorist attack. Oh, yeah? Yeah. 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 It's one of the big ones they did just before 9-11. Like, they blew up, like, a US um, like navel ship. Oh, like, shit. some guys okay. just rammed it with a missile. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing as well, because they can't fire the missile. Yeah, because George was like... Because George has done some computer stuff to it, so they just... Ram it. Ram it, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah it's that's, sad. <laughs> yeah, that's that plot. It's, I it's, like that one. I think I, got, I think that was my favorite plot in the movie. It's the thing about this movie that is quite interesting, um, especially for the time it was fit, like made in. Yeah, is that it is very. The villains are not the people of the Muslim faith, mm. and like they show you that like okay, there is people who get like radicalized and they do like terrorism, but. Mm. It's the circumstances that they're kind of in, not like an inherent yeah. evilness of the religion or inherent evilness of like the people. Yeah. So like there is like people who are Muslim and they are good people and there's people who are mm. like Western and they're good people. And then there's people who are Western who are bad people the same way yeah. they're, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't do the like all Muslim bad thing. Which sure. I, Most of the Westerners in this are bastards. 
Yeah, the villains really are like the American oil lobby. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, um, speaking of the American oil lobby, who's looking into them? Jeffrey! Jeffrey Wright, my guy! Jeffrey Wright, Donald Sutherland, Chris Cooper. So Jeffrey Wright's kind of the lawyer overseeing the merger of these two oil companies. Yeah, and he's like, there's something there's something up here. Something, something's dodgy. I think they should have given a little bit more time in the movie for him doing... Because they kind of, they never show you him making the discoveries. They just Yeah, he's he, te- he tells people about the things that he has discovered, but we never see him actually Yeah, they just, he does a lot of things. exposition dumping in this. Yeah, he does. Yeah. That's kind of his main role, I would say. Yeah. yeah. That and looking cool. Yeah. Like, you could do, like, something like, I know you didn't like the Rainmaker, but I feel like you could do a thing of, like, you know how in the, Rain- the Rainmaker there was lots of scenes of, like, Matt looking through documents? Yeah, yeah. I feel like they could do with more of that in this movie. Yeah, I think, I think so, too. Yeah. But he's basically looking into this company. And I think this is the time to talk about the youngest dipshit son. Because he kind of works with... The the law firm that Jeffrey Wright works with, the guy who runs this law firm, mm-hmm. is Donald Sutherland. And he also kind of convinces the younger son. Is he? Yeah. Is he in? Wait, was that him? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Holy shit. President Snow himself. I did not recognize him at all. Yeah. That's weird. 95% sure. Yeah, see, I did think I recognized... Wait, he was in the he was in Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within? Yeah, Donald Sutherland's a cool dude. He is not listed as being in Syriana. Who am I thinking of? I don't know. Let me check. Maybe it's not Donald Sutherland. It's not William Hirsch. It's not Chris Cooper. The, the, you know the first scene with Jeffrey Wright? He's talking to that old man. Yeah. Sorry, Christopher Plummer. I got Donald Sutherland and Christopher Plummer confused. Damn. Chris, Christopher Plummer is um, the guy who talks to the younger son. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's just me messing up. How can I get Lord Von Trapp confused with <laughs> Donald Sutherland? Yeah. The President's now. Damn. Um, I need to revoke my Sound of Music fan card. <laughs> but yeah, they, the scheming of the like law firm is basically yeah. like... He finds like a, a wire transfer between... Fucking Dale. Yeah. So like a Texas oil baron and like Kazakhstan. Yeah, because the whole thing is the merger's happening because this smaller oil company bought, like, got the rights to this oil field in Kazakhstan. Yeah. And then got offered to be bought by the other big oil company that Jeffrey Wright works for. Yeah. And the whole thing is like, who bribed, who, what bribing happened, basically? Yeah. Yeah, because um, Jeffrey Wright is like, I'm like 95% certain there was some bribery going on here. Yeah. I just got to figure out who's doing it. So there's a whole thing of like him figuring out the bribing. Yeah. But they just like, I don't know, they just don't kind of give you enough time with it, I would say. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Um, again, like he does just kind of jump to knowing the things. Yeah. Uh, like off screen finding shit out. Yeah, he like yeah. He's like while investigating the records, he finds a wire transfer of funds that leads back to like, like the Kazakhstan officials and like yeah. Danny Dalton, who uh, is Danny um, Dalton. What's that actor's name? Because he's in Oh Brother Where Art Thou. He um, is Tim Blake Nelson. He's love- also in uh, Watchmen. Love Tim Blake. He's great. I love Tim yeah. Blake. Yeah. Anytime Tim Blake Nelson shows up in something, it's just like, yeah, that's going to be a fucking He has guy. a fucking hilarious scene where he's like, corruption! Oh, yeah, yeah, that was really good. Because um, Jeffrey Wright is like, look, you're probably going to be charged with corruption over this. Like, that's just going to that's just gonna happen. He's like, everything is corrupt. We need some fucking corruption on this shit. 
that's how America works. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you're not wrong, Tim Blake yeah, Nelson. Yeah, because, yeah, the, the plan is to charge Tim Blake Nelson with corruption, basically just to, like, as, as a patsy, basically, just because somebody needs to go down for yeah. it. Um, uh, but it takes, actually, so, you see a lot of scenes, it takes a very long time for Jeffrey Wright in the movie to confront Dalton with this. Yeah. Like, it takes him a long time to figure it out. So, you, like, I see a lot of the scenes of, like, him... And like his father, who seems to be like an alcoholic, but like yeah. they don't they don't do much with that relationship. Yeah, just he's show in like you. maybe two scenes. Yeah, a lot of showing and not telling. Yeah, wait, no, telling and not showing the other yeah. way around. Mm-hmm. Like, and he goes to like the DOJ, and he's like, yeah, yeah, like the main kind of thing is it's like this guy being like, oh, the oil companies are also in on this because. Mm. That's when you kind of learn it. They have this kind of ongoing thing throughout the movie called the like committee to liberate Iran. Yeah. And it's all the kind of big bads are working together to like liberate Iran. Yeah, I don't think that worked out. <laughs> um, Wait, what? It didn't? No, funny. Damn. And then uh like yeah, he he goes to DOJ, he's like this is corrupt and like you you know charge these guys with corruption because you can definitely get them and they're like that's not how it's going to work, buddy. We need like a we bigger need a name. Lot, yeah, we need a lot more than that. We need a bigger name. So he, like, fucks over his boss yeah. at, like, a big conference when um, someone's getting made oil baron of the year or something. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. <laughs> like, it, it's interesting. Like, the Jeffrey Wright stuff's interesting. It's yeah. just not well... Communicated. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's important stuff for how the movie works, but they kind of don't... They don't give it enough time in the movie. Yeah. You know? Yeah. For, for the importance of it to the, like, actual working yeah. of everything else around it, it doesn't really feel like... It doesn't feel like it's important. Yeah. But, like, it actually is. Like, it's a thing of there's so much going on in the movie. Mm. And, like, two hours kind of isn't enough for everything. To, to, that's yeah. going on. Yeah. Because, um, like, that's why the, like, say the, the two migrant workers plot works so well. It's like, it's quite simple what's going on there. Mm-hmm. And it's short. It's short. There's not, it's not overly complicated. So it gets, mm-hmm. say, 20 minutes of the movie, maybe 15 minutes. Yeah. But each time you kind of go, you go back to it every maybe like 20 minutes, like it, it's yeah. like a five minute scene. It's enough that you're like, I understand what's happening, yeah. but I'm not overloaded with information. Yeah. Or every time they go back to Jeffrey Wright, you're like, okay, what's happening now? Yeah. Um, <laughs> what what new thing has he discovered off screen? Yeah, and like, he doesn't really get like much growth as a character besides him being like, this yeah. is the MacGuffin I've now found. Yeah. Um, um, Jeffrey's yeah. good in it though. Yeah, he's great. He's a fantastic actor. He's like Congratulations on your Oscar nomination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope he gets it. He's not gonna. Oh, wish he did. You don't want Killian to get it? Yes. You don't want Giamatti to get it? I haven't seen that movie, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen the one Jeffrey Wright's in either, but I love Jeffrey Wright. Yeah. So I mean, I, I don't think Killian's going to win. I think he's going to... It's either going to go to Jeffrey or Paul. Nah, I think it's going to be... Really? I think it's going to be Killian. I don't think it is. Mm. I have a feeling. Because the Oscars are stupid. Yeah. Oh, shout out to the casting uh, nomination starting in 2026. Yeah. That's for us. Oh, we're going we're gonna to go off on that in... Season three? Oh, depends how much shorter the filmographies get. The next one's going to be a lot shorter. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, speaking of uh, the whole reason we're doing this podcast, I think we're... Do you, wanna, do you have anything else to say about Jeffrey Wright or should we talk about Matthew? 
He like meets. Like, I feel like we didn't talk about Jeffrey Wright enough, but also that's, it's kind of it's kind of difficult to talk about. He meets with uh, the CEO of Connex, yeah, uh, Lee Janus, and like reveals that he knows about a, a, deal. a deal that was made, and he gives uh, who was he gives up to the his DOJ, boss. his boss, yeah. Because he has a conversation with someone else earlier on in the movie being like, oh, you're like the fifth one of you we've seen. Yeah. Your boss always kind of picks a young, upstart lawyer when these mergers happens. And then when we find out something shady and corrupt because it's the oil industry, he pins it on them. Sure. And that's how he's kind of lasted this long. Okay. Um, Which is like a fucked thing to them to say offhandedly in the movie. Yeah. As like a concept. Yeah. yeah. You know who else is fucked in this movie? Who? Matt Damon. Yeah. He's not having a good time. No. He's having a very bad time. Uh, yeah. The, the, actually, I do think the Matt's plot in this movie is kind of the most interesting. Because yeah. it's something you've I've never seen in a movie. It's much more personal. Yeah. He basically is like someone who works in like derivatives trading, mm. who is trying to get the contract of this royal family of this emirate. And his child dies. Yeah. Because of the family. In, like, a horrific scene. Awful scene. um, Where, like, the... The the, the emir... The emir, right? One thing, actually, before we get into the the horrific child death. Yeah. The emir looks like Joe Pesci. (laughs) Okay. He looks like Middle Eastern Joe Pesci. (laughs) Okay, I think he's a very famous actor. (laughs) Sure, I'm sure he is. He looks like Joe Joe Pesci. Pesci? What if it is? Italian American man. Yeah, he does though. Oh, look how smiley he looks in his uh, letterbox photo. Does that not look like Joe Pesci to you? It's just the nose. Yeah. I don't know. I could not. I could not possibly comment. That that guy looks like he's gonna be hunting down Kevin McAllister. (laughs) I always forget Joe Pesci's in that movie. Like, look at him. Um, Does that not look like a wet bandit to you? It does actually. Look like, it does look like a wet bandit. <laughs> not when he's like, you know. But yeah, so like Matt's a like derivatives trader. Yeah. You see him like on the news a bunch. Um, yeah. He's being sent over to like work with the, the royal family. They're trying to get their like contract. Yeah, and they go to like Marbella. Yeah, because they're for... basically... Oh, it's so... I was saying this when my dad walked in as mm. the child died. It's like, would you not be if you were one of his co-workers? Feel such guilt yeah. for the rest of your life uh-huh. that you're like, uh-huh. oh no, I need to hang out with my wife and children because it's my wife's birthday. Yeah. It's her birthday. <laughs> and they're like, oh, bring your kids. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah, because the, the, the Emmer has had like like a smart home technology installed. Yeah. Uh, and he's turning on like the pool lights but one of the lights is smashed and so it's like electrifying the water and it's like the, the dipshit younger son doing it yeah yeah and uh matt's son like jumps into the water and gets zapped and, and it's his... fucking nightmarish like you see him in the water like twitching yeah it's, it's... oh it's bad yeah first dad matt movie yeah the scene where matt sits down and they're having breakfast i was like Holy shit, Matt is like in his like in his mid thirties. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's the first time in a long time he's like accurately been cast. In terms of his age. Actually, yeah, that's true. You yeah. know, but like yeah. also like in terms of like, I think he just had his first like him and his wife um, 
like his wife had a child from a previous relationship but he like had, had adopted her so like Matt is a dad by this stage yeah. so like he's I just it's something that's gonna sound bizarre he treats the kids so nicely in the movie sure you know like you know sometimes you watch a movie and you're like that person does not have a kid yeah, yeah but he's yeah, yeah. like oh I can tell this person has like liked to like interacted with a child before and not been mean to the child sure unlike Ben Affleck why does he bully that fucking baby he was great it was trauma don't be mean to a baby baby doesn't know shit baby can't understand you can don't be, be as, mean to a baby you can be as mean to babies as you want they won't know what you're saying that's so cruel <laughs> Um, but yeah, the, yeah, he, so he goes and works for the, he kind of gets flown over to the, like, town, the capital, to meet the eldest son, because they're kind of like, I love, I just want to know what that conversation was like in that family being like, oh, his son died at our party. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We will, we will. (laughs) We will give him, like, his company $75 million worth of, like, oil assets. Yeah. That scene, I was, I was, as I was watching that movie, that movie. Yeah. Uh, when he was like flying over there, I'm like, I, I hope there's a scene where they do some falconing. Yeah. And, and then, then the next scene, I yeah. fucking punched the air. I was like, yeah, let's get home. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the eldest son is like, yeah, you know, we feel bad. Here's a bunch of. Bunch of money. You're 75 million. And Matt's yeah. like, is that how much my kid's life is worth? Yeah, how, how much will you give me for the other kid? <laughs> I was just like, holy fuck. And then the dude's like, 100 million. <laughs> <laughs> the other dude is just like, okay, I see it. Game recognizes game. Uh, yeah. And Matt's just like, why is your country so shit? And he's like, I'm aware it's shit. I'm trying to fix it. Yeah. Do you want to be my best friend? And Matt's like, yeah. Yeah, we'll be best buds. Uh, he starts working as his, like, economic advisor. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a very interesting idea. I being do like, too. And it's kind of when you realize the issue with this, like, the issue basically with the royal family is that the dad and the American establishment are very good friends. Yeah, but the dad is, like, old and sick. So it's kind of like the eldest son is probably going to be the next leader of the country. Yeah. But the Americans don't necessarily want that to happen because they think he's a terrorist. Just mm. because, like, I don't know why they do. I think it's also partly because the younger son is such a dipshit that they think they'll be able to, like, control him, control him easier. Definitely, because, yeah. <laughs> like, um, Chris Plummer is like, let me manipulate you, boy. Yeah. And he's like, yes, sir. Like, he, he kind of causes the whole thing when, like, the assets get frozen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. God. That's the thing, like, you might, you kind of get to see the, and I and I think that's another interesting thing the, the movie does well, is that it's such a cliche of, like, oh, yes, it's the rich, like, charismatic eldest son of, like, these mm. families that are, like, financing terrorism. And he's like, no, I just, I'm, I want to improve my country. Yeah, I just want to, like, diversify our assets. So it's, like, I wanted, not like, 100% oil all the time. Yeah, and, like... You know, try and reduce the spending of, like, my cousins. Because yeah, he's like, I want to decrease their, like, allowance from $100,000 a month to 80000 So we can, like, pump it back into the country. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not being let do it. Yeah, because they're all pissed off at me. Yeah, because the Americans are in my shit. Yeah, but the big problem comes when the Americans convince the emir... To name the younger son as his successor. Yeah. And the older son is not happy about any of this at all. <laughs> well, like, for, 
fairness to the old the older son. He's so much more competent. So much more competent. He is the eldest boy. He is the eldest boy, true. Yeah, yeah. not to Quinn Kendall Roy this, but you know. A big Kendall Roy energy off that guy. No, he's so much more competent than yeah, Kendall he Roy. Is, yeah. It's a Kendall Roy of Kendall Roy went to therapy and like self-actualized. Sure. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah. Kendall Roy of Kendall Roy both... was hugged as a child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they both murdered a kid. Uh <laughs> No, the eldest son. Yeah, the eldest son. Dude. It was the younger yeah, it was brother. The younger brother. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Kendall Roy. Yeah. Um, spoilers for season one of Succession. Yeah. A I similar guess. way. Yeah. Water. Yeah. True. Yeah. yeah. Tall. Um, I don't think that river was uh electrified? was electrified. I don't Car, think. Though. Yeah, I don't think that kid got zapped though. Uh, his brain got zapped by the drugs. Damn. Don't do drugs. Um. Do drugs. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I going to say but yeah the eldest son's going to do a coup yeah uh, and the Americans are not happy about that no and this is kind of where the, the, the plot lines begin to tie into each other yeah so you do there is one bit where you do see George interacts with the eldest son and Matt yeah very briefly before he gets kidnapped uh, by the like Jimmy the guy who's like um yeah Mark Strong Mark Strong there's also, like, before we get to there, like, you do see a whole thing. Manos probably gets the most character development out of every one in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because definitely. you see the, like, trauma of his child dying and then him going to work for the people that killed his child. Yeah. Has on his marriage with his wife and other son. Yeah, there's a part where they're, like, in a park yeah. talking and she's like, uh, how does it feel to profit off the death of your six-year-old son? Yeah. And he's like, oh, fuck off. Come on. Which... I think it's kind of fair. I do too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then like, but he's not going to be named for doing all this kind of stuff. <laughs> There's another interesting thing when they're kind of criticizing your perception of the movie being like, but why did they pick the like Chinese people to give them the oil fund? Yeah. And they're like, they gave us more money. Yeah. Like, yeah. It just was the highest bid. And you're yeah. like, yeah, that's chill. Yeah. Like maybe, maybe capitalism actually is, the answer to everything. There um, is a guy who says, who starts going off about capitalism in this movie. It was very good, I thought. Was it uh, Dale? Dalton? Yes, I believe so. Yeah, and yeah. he's like, corruption! Yeah. No, 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 it wasn't. It was, oh, I can't remember was the it? dude's name. It was in the, um, it was in the George plotline, I think. Okay. Oh, I can't remember. Again, this movie is mostly gone from my brain at it's this stage. Like, it's a movie as you're watching it, it's not, you're not doing, I don't think you're doing your homework when you're watching it too much. No, you're not. But when you're trying to kind of piece it all back together yeah. afterwards, it's, it's difficult. It's difficult. It's tricky. Yeah, because there's things you get, things you get told that re- are important in one plot line, but you get told it in a different one. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like you find stuff out about, say, like, the deal in Matt's plotline. Yeah. And you find stuff out about the, like, Amir's son in, like, Bob's plotline and stuff mm. like that. But it all kind of converges at the end where the eldest son is going it's, to do a coup and yeah. he has, like, the, all the generals kind of backing him and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the CIA decides to launch a drone strike. Because, <laughs> like, throughout the film... <laughs> Throughout the film, they've like been like, oh, we can't do a drone strike. That'll make it too obvious that it's us. And yeah. then at the end, they're like, fuck it. Drone strike him. <laughs> Get him. Because <laughs> like, oh, uh, now that he's like, now that he's cooing, we could just say we're protecting the print, the son. Yeah. The yeah. youngest boy that we're manipulating. Um, um, and 
Matt, Matt is in the car with him. Matt's in the car with him. And they're like driving off to do the coup. And <laughs> Matt's also there for a coup. Like, holy yeah. sh- Matt dressed like like Michael Lewis, like every mid like mid two thousands fucking finance bro. Yeah, yeah. Like he's got blue shirts. He's got, got the sunglasses. The really big tie. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, but um they get stopped by like a bunch of goat herders going past mm-hmm. who apparently have right away yeah. on, on roads in that country, which I think is cool. Yeah, that's I like cool. that. But as they're like out there, uh the prince is like playing with his son who's sitting in a different car yeah. and like showing him the goats and, and stuff. And, and his stuff. wife, yeah. And Matt's just like, Hey, if you wanna like sit with them, I can move to a different car. Yeah, like be with your family yeah. in this like yeah. big day for your life. Like you don't need me here, even though we're best buds. Yeah. Come on. Even though I give you so much... Matt does the big rant about capitalism. That's it. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, and you're like, yay, Matt. Yeah. They switch car. <laughs> and then they're driving then they off. along. And they're an, another, another car comes up. And another like, car comes along. And the Americans are like, who the fuck is this yeah. guy? Just appearing through the desert. It's George it's Clooney. George Clooney, like waving a big like white flag out of his <laughs> car. What? Everyone's like, yeah, like all the guards are like shoot him. They they well, all like draw I their guns and stuff. I don't understand what George is trying to do. Here. Me neither. No, because they don't. You haven't seen him for so long in the movie. It's, yeah. like, it's like twenty minutes, and he just appears. Like, is he trying to tell him he's going to get assassinated? I think that's what he's trying to do. Yeah, but he also just doesn't do that when he gets there. No, like. They stop and they he just gets stare out. at each other. Yeah, they just kind of stare at each other, and the the prince is like, "Oh, you're that Canadian guy," and then they get <laughs> thrown striked. <laughs> oh, and you're just like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, and it gets it gets both of them. It gets Bob and the the prince and the kids and the kids. Yeah, it's sad. Matt makes it out. Ooh. 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 Oh no! Oh. Matt makes it out, but Matt gets is like, "Oh no, I'm so trauma." Yeah. Um. You see, the youngest son is in like Jeffrey Wright's plotline now, like saying, "Because uh, Jeffrey Wright's at an award ceremony after stabbing yeah, his boss for in like the oil man of the year. year or something." And he's like, "Hello, I'm the new oil man or yeah. whatever." Um. <laughs> and then Matt's like, "I'm too traumatized. I'm moving back to America. To yeah, spend it with my wife and my son. I'm getting out of I'm here. I'm getting out of here." Oil Man sounds like a Captain Planet villain. Uh, um, yeah, and then the movie ends. You see Jeffrey Wright and his like alcoholic father like reconnect someone. Yeah, and then you're just like, okay. Yeah, the like the most development that, that relationship gets in this movie is um, there's a part where the dad like passes out in a bar and they call Jeffrey Wright to come and pick him up. Yeah, and he does, and then the scene is over. Yeah, and they have like a fight at one stage, and yeah. that's kind of it. Um, bizarre movie. Yeah, a weird film. A lot, very different from what I was expecting. I was expecting more of a kind of straightforward, like kind yeah. of espionage thriller thing. I was like, I was expecting to be like, so this is a bit yikesy. Yeah, it's yeah. not. It's actually it's fine. yeah. I think it's fine. I think it's. Do you know what I say? This was very radical in two thousand and five. Yeah, I'd say so. You know, yeah. I can't really think of anything as kind of like positively focused on like the Middle East yeah. in, a, in a big movie like this which is like talking about oil and stuff like that yeah you know sorry, and, like, if you, sorry if you can hear a dog barking in the background now actually there is now a dog barking outside motherfucker <laughs> shut up shut up but yeah it is kind of 
Yeah, supposedly that book, See No Evil. It's a memoir. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. What? The true story of a ground soldier in the CIA's war against terror. It's about a guy who worked from 1976 to 1997 in... A guy called Robert. So, he's so Bob. It's Bob. So, yeah. it's Bob. Because it does have a, a section in the credits at the end that says although this is based on like real people everything is fictitious yeah so i think the thing with bob is like part of like the 1983 like beirut bombing like that's kind of yeah it's a movie i would i would recommend watching it i think yeah i think sean did not like it as much as he probably could have because you were just wrecked tired and like it is one thing i sometimes find when we do this show that we watch movies we're not in the mood for because it's yeah. the next movie we have to watch and we need to watch it to record. Yeah. Um, hey, when I do my big rewatch over the summer, we'll, we'll see where it lands. Yeah. Anything else to talk about the movie before we do the rankings? How much did this movie make? It's a good question. It made its budget back, so it cost. Okay. Um, it cost about fifty million. All right. Sure. Which is like. I will say for, this, for what they get out of 50 million that's pretty solid it's pretty solid yeah. I will say this movie looks I like the look of this movie yeah I do I think too it's, I think it's fun um, yeah it's the the kind of filming style of it there's nothing really stylish or anything no. about it there's nothing like over the top or like fancy it's very kind of matter of fact yeah um, actually before we do the um, box office I want to see what else this director has made ooh Yes. Oh, we made too little. Oh, no. <laughs> we talked about this last time. Yeah, we did. We did. <laughs> yeah, like... He directed uh, Robert Downey Jr. putting his hand up the like elephant's ass. As an so elephant. he, he wrote Rules of Engagement, Traffic, which is like fucking traffic. Is traffic the one I think? No, it's not the one I think it thought it was. Uh... Stephen Gagan. Hmm? Stephen Gagan. No, isn't it? It's Crash, which is the like, it should have, it, it won. Oh, the, it won the Oscar. Yeah, and yeah. everyone was like, what the fuck? But yeah, wrote Gold, which is um, uh, like a movie with Matthew McConaughey. Sure. What else did he write? Abandonment of the Alamo. He wrote Traffic, which is a, yeah, it's a Steven Soderbergh. Yeah. Starring Don Cheadle, Benicio Del Toro, Michael Douglas. So he hasn't directed Luis much. Guzman, he's only Catherine directed. Jones. Uh, he's only written four movies. Damn, Traffic kind of has a stacked cast. Yeah. All right, Sean. You've got two options for the box office. Okay. You either could do the week it came out, okay, or the week it went wide. Ooh, uh, you're saying it's a November movie? Yeah, so it's either November 18th, 24th, or December 9th to 15th, 2005. Let's go December. December? Let's go December, yeah. Okay. This movie came, uh, was number three in the box office. What do you think is number one? Uh, December 2005? Yeah. Uh, gotta be... This time it's got to be uh, a Narnia. Yeah. It's with, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Yeah, yeah. my sixth birth, seventh birthday party. Hell yeah. Nice. Uh, number two, oh, another strong movie. Oh, yeah? Uh, you like things in the franchise this thing is now in. Oh, I like things in the... Is it King Kong? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> number three is Syriana. Nice. Number four uh, was number one, Open the Weekend We Just, we were going to do. Oh. Uh, another big franchise. Okay. Yeah, big franchise of the mid-2000s. Is that all you can give me? Even a genre, perhaps? A, fa- a fantasy. Fantasy? A fantasy. It's not a Lord of the Rings. Nope. They're all already out. Mm-hmm. A f- fantasy franchise in the mid-2000s? Yeah. Probably the biggest franchise of the mid-2000s, I would say. Oh, is it Harry Potter? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 2005, that would be Order of the... F- nope. 
Uh, ooh. It's not Order of the Phoenix. What's the... Is Order of the Phoenix the fourth one? So it goes... It's... Is a Prisoner of Azkaban then? Nope. It's not Chamber of Secrets, because nope. that's... that's two. Or are we past? There's one between Order of the Phoenix and Prisoner of Azkaban. I'm there like is. 90% certain. There is. It is, um... Uh, gob- Do you put your name in a Goblet of Fire? It's goblet of Fire. <laughs> <laughs> Number five is uh, a Reese Witherspoon jo- Joachim Phoenix biopic. Joachim Phoenix biopic? Yeah. Ooh. I really like this movie. I think it's really good. I like the music in it. That's a big hint. You like the music? It's, love- so it's about a musician yeah. of some form. Yeah. A biopic starring Reese Witherspoon and Joaquin Phoenix about a musician. Any any other hints? Uh, country. Country? Yeah. And not a fucking clue. Walk the line, the Johnny Cash biopic. Oh, okay. That's Did Joaquin very... Phoenix play Johnny Cash? Yeah. What? Yeah. Damn. He's so good. In it. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, number six, a movie I've never heard of. Uh, okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> Is this? Hang on, hang on. Who, st- who stars in it? What's the genre? Comedy? Okay. Uh, did not make... I don't think this money movie made any money outside of... Um, like opening weekend? No, or? outside of America. Oh, okay. Uh, Dennis Quaid and Rene Russo. Oh. No, I'm thinking of Randy Quaid. Is it like a Christmas film? Uh, no. What is it? It's like a... Um, cheaper by the dozen ripoff. It's the best way to describe it. What's it called? Yours, mine, and ours. Never, Never heard, heard of it. it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's fucking like high up in the box office. Nice. Congratulations, uh, six, Dennis Quaid. Uh, number seven is a movie I've never heard of. Yeah. Uh, this feels like a Sean-ass movie. Oh, yeah? Yeah. All right, let's go. Who's in it? Who the fuck is in this movie? <laughs> Charlize Theron. Charlize Theron, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've heard about this and her, like, she this movie did so bad, it took her a long time to become an action star because she wanted to be an action star. Is this, by any chance, is this <laughs> Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow? No. No? Okay, because uh, I'm pretty sure she's in that as well. The, uh, so it's based on a, a cartoon from the 90s. Okay. Um, an American avant-garde science fiction adventure animated series that aired on MTV that became a movie. And it's not Sky Captain? No. Who else is in this? Is it Tank Girl? No. Frances McDormand's in this. Charlize Theron. Johnny Lee Miller. This movie has 9% on Rotten Tomatoes. Eon Flux. Yeah. It's Eon Flux. It's Eon Flux. Yeah. I have never... Mm. I watched that movie when I was a kid. Did you like it? I think I did. <laughs> Number eight is a movie called Just Friends. God, this really is the doldrums, like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the just pre-Christmas period. Well, it was just... Pre-Christmas is huge in America because you've got Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, of thanks, course. Yeah, yeah, that's why. Yeah, so like, you know, but it's it's just weird like comedies or like there's also movies from two thousand five that just do not exist anymore. And yeah. then you get to like Pride and Prejudice, Chicken Little, or Chicken Little. Oh, I love Chicken Little. Yeah, uh, Memoirs of a Geisha has come out. Broke up Mountain came out this weekend. Oh nice, number sixteen. So oh, yeah, it's gonna jump up. Saw two. Jarhead came out. Oh, or is in the box office. It's it's in its sixth week. Yeah, interesting. Nice. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Uh, no, a film. Hell yeah. Oh, I like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I have never seen it. It's like one of the worst Coens. Okay. But it's, it's still Coen's, a Coen. Sure. If it's put a, yeah. Or is it, is it what I think it is? Maybe I'm going to confuse with a different movie. I am going to confuse with a different movie. That's fine. Damn. Yeah. Uh, got any, any Matt trivia for What's us? What's a Matt trivia based on the 
Departed. The Departed. The Departed. Our next movie. I'm so excited. I'm very excited. Uh, I'm going to hit Matthew up during the week and see if we can get him in for recording on Saturday. Oh, twist. Sean's, Sean wants Matthew to be on the Departed episode. Yeah, Matthew wants to be on for the Departed. Because oh, he, he's never seen it. Yeah. But he loves Scorsese. Yeah. Let's see. So, as research for his character's occupation, Matt Damon worked with a Massachusetts State Police Office unit out of Boston. Damn, he likes doing this kind of thing. He, like, he learns how to play poker, he goes, he's a cop. He's just a little method he's boy. He's just a little method guy. He accompanied them on routine patrols, participated in a drug raid, and was taught proper police procedure, like how to pack down a suspect. Imagine if you're, like... High on your tits. Your, high off your tits in your, like, drug den. The like fucking drug squad bust in and it's Matt Damon. I thought you were gonna say in your drug era. <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, uh, uh, in my drug era. In my I'm drug here. era. <laughs> Matt Damon in my car. I'm, I'm giving addict. <laughs> it's giving. Oh, that's maybe the worst thing we've said on this podcast. Jesus Christ it's Jason Rankings Rankings Alright This is number 34 Yeah We wouldn't wouldn't, wouldn't, (laughs) Oh my god (laughs) We're almost halfway I know If any of you Have uh, Not listened to the podcast before Congrats Um, What we do with the rankings Is each week All the movies we've watched so far For the podcast We rank them In kind of our order of preference, I guess. Yeah. We used to do these off the top of our head and we had to change we it. We couldn't. We couldn't we, keep we, doing it. <laughs> We've done so many movies. It took um, so long. It took so long. And I feel like we never ranked them correctly because we were so like freaking out yeah. about where they should go in the rankings, if that made sense. Then we'd like rather than the rankings. A ranking of our movies. It's when the audience gets to realise how terrible our movie taste actually is. Yeah. I have mine ready to go when you're ready, Sean. I 34 have... movies. Nearly halfway. We are four films away from being halfway there. Damn. Uh, Except, well, Driveway Dolls is finally coming out. That's including that. Okay. Yeah. And If. Yeah, that's including that and oh, If. God. Um, I'm not Including looking... that and If, uh, we have got 76 movies. Okay. Um, wow. So number 38 will be our halfway point. Yeah. Unless Matt's like, surprise, it's three cameos this summer. Yeah, actually true. Mm. He shows up in fucking Deadpool 3. Oh, he's going to. You just oh, know he's going to. Yeah. Matt, stop being such good friends with everybody in Hollywood. Yeah. Stop not being your thing. So, you've got, Matt, you only need one friend. It's Ben Affleck, they have, best bud. We're not going to see him for so long. I know. Is it the last duel? That's the next one? Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, number 34. Number 34. The Good Old Boys. Yeah. Coming soon. Yeah, we'll figure out when we're going to watch yeah. that movie. Um, number 33 for me is Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Number 33 for me is still All the Pretty Horses. You do not like All the I did not like that film at all. Were you hungover watching that movie as well? No, I wasn't. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah, I was, I was stone cold sober. <laughs> number 32 for me is Titan AE. Number 32 for me is Rising Sun. Uh, Damn, Titan A, Titan A should... It's gotta go up. It's, that's a good movie. I didn't like it. Damn. What was I gonna say? I think with Titan A, I think I watched it getting off a plane. Sure, like, I think okay. It, I think it that was, couldn't have helped. No, I think it was one of those, I was really exhausted and I wanted to go to bed and I was like, we are recording tomorrow. A similar situation like this where 
we had to record the next day or else we wouldn't get the episode out in time. Yeah. Um, it was the day we came back from Berlin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I was just like, fuck this. Yeah, we were all fucking out of it on yeah. that day. Yeah. Uh, and you were like, yeah. And I was like, nope, not yeah. for me. Um, number 31 is The Legend of Bagger Vance. Uh, number 31 is Rise, hang on, 34, 33... 32 is a rising sun. 31 mm-hmm. is the legend of Bagger Vance. Yeah. Shout out to the legend of Bagger Vance. No, do not shout out the legend of Bagger Vance. <laughs> Such a racist fucking movie. Yeah, piece of shit. Number 30 is Field so of Dreams. So much golf. So much golf. Number 30 is Field of Dreams. Uh, number 30 is Jay and Son Bob Strike Back. Uh-huh. Number 29 is Rising Sun. Number 29 is Field of Dreams. Mm. Number 28 is All the Pretty Horses, which maybe should go below, Rising Sun and Field of Dreams. Mm. Number 28 for me is Geronimo, which I feel like I should move up. I liked Geronimo. Yeah. You say that every week. You're like, I should change my order. And yeah, I don't <laughs> never do. do. I know, um, I don't even, I haven't even changed the fucking numbers for like, to, to update it to 34. Yeah. I just, just keep adding I feel like you in. should do a letterbox list when you do your big rewatch because it yeah. is easier to do it that way. Yeah. Number 27, the worst sequel we've done uh, Ocean's Twelve. Number twenty-seven. School ties. I thought you liked school ties. Yeah, I did too. And it's just gone down. It's just, yeah, it's just kind of been pushed away. Yeah. Number uh, twenty-six. Euro trip. Number twenty-six. Finding Forrester. Euro trip. A movie that tricked me think, into loving it. I think Finding Forrester is pretty good where it is. Yeah. Number twenty-five for me. Uh, I don't understand masculinity. It's Jerry. Number twenty-five for me. I don't understand horses. It's Spirit. Stallion of the Cimarron. <laughs> I forgot how much higher spirit is for me than you. Yeah. You've been like, yeah, spirit. Yeah. Uh, number 24 for me, Kevin Smith doesn't understand bisexuals. It's chasing Amy. <laughs> number 24 for me, Scotty doesn't know. It's Eurotrip. I fucking love Eurotrip, yeah. man. It's so bad. <laughs> number 23 is Stuck on You. Number 23 is Rainmaker. Yeah. yeah. You didn't like Rainmaker. I didn't like Rainmaker much, no. no. Rainmaker Danny, should probably be lower. Really? I know, yeah. Danny is I feel it. like I'm, if you've rewatched that, it will improve. I'm, it might, yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's ever going to be one of your favourites. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have any... <laughs> <laughs> go so... through, you gotta go through them all again, Hannah. You can't bring it up without going through all of There's them to no... remind the audience. There's no falling down. <laughs> There is falling down. Oh. Remember when Danny goes to like, yeah, goes over the thing? Funny. That's good. That was good. There's fighting. There is fighting. There's yeah, a pretty right. woman. There is a pretty woman. There's yeah. no shit jokes though. I don't think there was, I don't remember any shit jokes in there. And there's no, there's, yeah, well, it's one of my, my other criteria. My five. Men fighting. Men fighting, pretty women. Yeah. Shit jokes. Shit jokes. People falling over. People falling over. I think that was it. Yeah. You should like it more. Yeah, maybe I should. It meets all the criteria. (laughs) Sometimes we simply don't vibe in a movie. And that's okay. What number was that? Oh, number 22 for me is Geronimo. Uh, Number 22 for me is The Majestic. Number 21 is Rounders. Number 21, Chasing Amy. Number 20, The Majestic. Number 20, Ocean's 12. Shout out to the Night Fox. Fuck the Night Fox. Wait, have I... No, have you missed? No, I haven't. Never mind. Good? We're, we're good. We're number good. 19, Jersey Girl. Uh, number 19 is Syriana. That's fair. I think that's the mm. correct place for it. Mm. Number 18 for me is... Number 18 for me, I will leave as the Brothers Grimm. Number 18 for me is Mystic Pizza. 
Damn. What's Matt's character's name in it again? Scooter? Is it Scooter? I think so. It's something like that. Let me check. Yeah. Scooter. All I'm saying is Scooter could be Matt now. You know? Like, <laughs> like in this movie. Steamer. Steamer. I was pretty close with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, number 17? Yeah, number 17. Uh, is Titan AE. Number 17 Shout for me is going to be Syriana, I think. Syriana? I yes. had it a little higher and then I started looking at the list and I was yeah. like, you know, actually, there's some movies ahead of this. Our last comments on Syriana for now. Um, before we... D- yes. Like, it's, uh, I kind of wish I liked it a bit more than yeah, I did. Yeah, me too. It's con- it, it does seem very Hannah-coded, but it's... It's it's one of those things it's of so, as everything like, in it I like is a, in a movie. Mm, I just don't know if it's executed perfectly well. Yeah, it's very it's very complex. I did find it a bit difficult to to follow jumping around the different the different yeah. plots. Um, not all of the plots are used as well as they could yeah. or should be. Yeah, like Jeffrey Wright stuff just is not not very good. No, despite the fact that Jeffrey Wright is the best actor of all time. Yeah. Why do you like Jeffrey Wright so? He's cool. I, I know like he him. Is. I know he is. Normally you have a, like a some comic book shenanigans while you love somebody. He played Jim Gordon in the Batman. Oh, so. there we go. <laughs> there we fucking go. I know you too well. Uh, yeah, it's just a movie. Honestly, I, I, I think it would work better if it was like a three-part HBO show or something like sure. that. Sure. Knowing it's about like a real guy talking about his time in the CIA is very interesting. Yeah, it's wild that they only did one plot out of four on that. Of him. Well, see, it's because he's Bob and it's like a memoir. Sure. So, like, obviously everything else is made up. It probably explains why the Jeffrey Wright stuff's not, because it's not based on an actual investigation. Then, yeah. You know? <sighs> Ooh, <sighs> sleepy. It's three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. I'm going to go for dinner with my parents later. Ooh, gorgeous. Yeah, and then I've got a meeting at eight o'clock. Ooh. Number 16, School Ties. Number 16, The Born Identity. Yeah. A better spy thriller than Syriana. Yes, definitely. And a fun movie. Yeah. Uh, number 15 is Finding Forrester. Number 15 is Stuck on You. Mm-hmm. Banger. <laughs> That's got it all. That's got it all. <laughs> we ever make words. <laughs> we have to put that as like a checklist. Like guys, sh- guys punching pretty women. <laughs> shit jokes. And falling over. Falling over, falling over is the, my favorite one. Why? I don't know. <laughs> it's just such a funny thing to like to happen in a film. You like, like, I like physical comedy. I like it when people fall over. It's funny. Number 14 is Spirit Stallion of a Cimarron. A movie that should be lower in my list, but I love that fucking horse. I just think that movie's such a good kid. The horse and his mom wife. It's just a funny... I think it's such a good kids movie. Yeah. Oh, we've gotten silly. Um, God, uh, Courage Under Fire. Courage Under Fire is the next one. I don't remember what number it is. 14. 14. Number 13 is Glory Days, Sean's favorite movie of number, all time. The best movie, again. People fall over. Pretty women. <laughs> They break a load of shit in it oh, at the no. end. They punch some Shots stuff. Shots like, oh no, I've been, my soul has been examined. I've yeah. been perceived by a Lovecraftian <laughs> horror. <laughs> the king in yellow has seen ah! me. Oh, God. What's your number 13? My number 13 is um, Goodwill. Number 12 is Mystic Pizza. Number 12 is Mr. Ripley. 
though them being where they are makes yeah. me so eepy, so sad. <laughs> I hope you change your mind when you rewatch this summer. Maybe they'll go lower. I think they will. Because, I think they will. But yeah. I haven't. No, I'm like we've run the bit into the ground. No more of the bit. All right. Um, number eleven, dogma. Number eleven, the third wheel. Number ten, courage under fire. Number ten, the born supremacy. Mm. Number nine, the third wheel. Number nine, the brothers Graham. <laughs> He just lost the brothers. You just love them. They're great. Wilhelm and Jakob. <laughs> Will and Jake. They never say Wilhelm Jacob. and Jakob. <laughs> number eight, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Uh, number eight, Rounders. Number seven, The Rainmaker. Number seven, Ocean's Eleven. Number six, The Born Identity. Number six, Dogma. Number five, Good William Hunting. Number five, Jersey Girl. Number four, Ocean's Eleven. Number four, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Number three, The Born Supremacy. Number three, Jerry. Now, Jerry doesn't have most of the criteria for a good movie. Yeah, but Jerry just like unlocked something deep in your yeah, soul. Yeah, Jerry's just good. I didn't care for it. Maybe I need to rewatch it. Yeah. Yeah. Number, number two is The Talented Mr. Yeah. Rickley. Best movie ever made, Glory Days. And number one. Number one, Saving Private Ryan. He's a fine instrument of warfare. Fine instrument of warfare. Now, that's the thing is, you, when you do get to your top four, the criteria does start to fall apart, except for Glory Days. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The only reason Glory Days isn't number one is because, like, come on, it's Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Like, you can't really... Saving Private Ryan might be challenged next week mm-hmm. in our next film, which we might have a guest star on. It's depend- Marty time, baby. It's Marty, Marty. 2006 film. I would join us on bonus Matt trivia about to pad it before we watch it. Sure. Was originally offered to Brad and Brad went, I'm too busy. Matt, you do it instead. Nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's a story. I will research that, but that's something yeah. I've heard. Matt, the pad it. Uh, Brad also in Deadpool 2. Because, yeah, they're they're lovers. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're krill husbands. They play gay krill in Happy Feet 2. Bill and... Nice. T- yeah. Nice, sure. They play nihilistic krill. Fuck yeah. Yeah. The Departed, directed by Martin Scorsese, a 2006 film, Byline, Lies, Betrayal, Sacrifice. How far will you take it? Us doing the podcast. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Lies, Betrayal, Sacrifice. (laughs) To take down South Boston's Irish Mafia, the police send in one of their own to infiltrate the underworld, not realising the syndicate has done likewise. While an undercover cop curries favour with a mob kingpin, a, a career criminal rises through the police ranks. That's but both, incredible. But both sides that. soon discover there's a mole amongst them. Fuck yeah. Do you think Matt's... The, which role do you think Matt is? I think Matt's the criminal. Yeah. Yeah. And Leo is the... Is the, the cop. Yeah. Yeah. So it stars Jack Nicholson as the Irish kingpin. Uh, Jack, as in like... Like the shining Jack Nicholson? That yes. guy? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, Matt Damon, Mark Wahlberg. Oh, I've seen I've seen some clips of Mark Wahlberg's product or performance in this. Uh, uh, Vera Farmiga. I probably said your surname wrong. I'm very sorry. Martin Sheen. I love Martin Sheen Hell in yeah. this movie. Ray Winstone, Anthony Anderson, oh, Alex fucking Baldwin, yeah. Kevin Conrad, James Badge Dale. Damn, Dave- Alec, Alec Baldwin, convicted manslaughter guy. <sighs> I think that's bullshit. Yeah. What? He didn't get convicted. He got charged. Did he not get convicted? No. Damn. And also, like, it's a civil suit. So, nah, like, he shot her. He didn't though. He did though. Discharged. Pointed a gun. 
I don't think that's what happened. I have no idea what happened. No, like, <laughs> it, like, discharged and some fragments came out of it and hit oh, her. Oh, shit, really? Yeah, so that's okay. why he's like, he, it was an accident. Sure. That's why I'm kind of like, Bala Goldwyn, I have a, a complicated relationships with da- Jack Donaghy. Uh, sure. But, like, he didn't kill that lady. Damn. I'm sorry that lady died. But yeah. He didn't kill that woman. Maybe he should have. <laughs> oh, now we're getting sued. Podcast over, guys. It's fine. Uh, I'll beep it out. Uh, yeah. Next week is The Departed. The Departed. Uh, very strong likelihood, I think, The Departed could be challenging for number one spot. Fuck yeah. Um, I, the, I love Marty, so. Yeah. The fact you've never seen The Departed is surprising. Mm. I think I had uh, shown The Departed when I was like nine. I know my friend Will. Um, Whose dad is a cop. Whose dad is a New York cop. Yeah. Um, These are Boston cops. Yeah. Uh, or was a New York cop. Is not anymore. He's um, retired. He's not dead. Uh, uh, he moved to work in customs, I believe, which is why he yeah. came to, to Ireland. Um, As a child. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't that young. Like, he came to Ireland when we were in... Like after Stop our... doxing Will. <laughs> no. Hey, Will, get doxed. Here's his address. <laughs> anyway. Uh... Yeah. Um, but he would quote uh, the, I'll tell you what you are, I'll tell you what you're not. You're no cop. Lying from the departed all the time. And you're like, shut the fuck up. I was like, I've never seen this movie. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Yeah, it's one of those movies I think I got shown it. I think it might be the reason I like cop movies. Sure. Because I think I got shown it when I was like nine years old. Damn. Yeah. I don't think I was brought to cinema for it, but I think I was quickly shown it once it was like... Nice. You know, like, I feel like it's a thing of um, when like a movie is showing on TV, even if you are like not old enough to watch the movie, but your parents want to watch it, you just end up watching it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. one of those situations for me. I love that. Nice. Hell yeah. Um... And you too can listen to us talking about Stepardo if you yeah. subscribe and follow Sinewaves and listen to next week's episode. Uh-huh. You can follow us on all our social medias at SinewavePod. Uh, except for uh, TikTok, where it's SinewaVe36. We'll get back to posting on TikToks, but TikToks are time-consuming. Yeah. We have an email as well. We have no emails. Please email us. Yes. We're very needy. You can email us at SinewavePod at gmail.com. That's SinewavePod at gmail.com. Boardman, Oregon, get your shit together. Start emailing us. <laughs> Is Boardman still, like, running the table? Or... I haven't checked. I'll yeah. check right now, yeah, I'll check it live on air. Yeah, check it live. Boardman, if, if you have dropped in the rankings, I'm going to be very disappointed in you. What if it's, like, Pennsylvania now? Then Boardman's going to have to get their, get their shit together. Uh, damn, 924 all-time downloads? Jesus Christ. That's pretty sweet. It's bizarre. Uh... All right, so in the last 30 days, downloads by location. It's still probably Ireland. Ireland, number one. Dublin. Dublin. I wonder why. Ooh, Boardman, Oregon, overtaken by Isaqua. That's where my family is from. Ah, nice. Shout out to my Dunch uncle. Hell yeah. Richardson, Seattle, Boston, Ashburn, Florence, Frederick, Kalispell, Louisville, Mesa. Louisville? Louisville. Oh. Upper Marlboro. 11 in Bel... There's a lot of people listening in Belgium. Uh, two in Malaysia, two in Finland, two in Brazil. Shout out to Brazil. Uh, That's Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> oh man, it. Lewis Hamilton going to Ferrari. Big fucking news. Oh from yeah. <sighs> Damn. We've got one listen in Luxembourg. Who? I don't. Who in Luxembourg? No. 
Yes, please share the podcast. Thank you, as always, for listening to yeah. us. Be tired talking about a confusing movie. Yeah. We now have less than 20 years of not movies to do. Damn, that's fucked up. We're in 2006. Yeah, I've got to go try and digest this glass I swallowed last night. Oh, we were going to talk about that on the podcast, Sean. Did we say that? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we went to clink our glasses at one point last night and had a fucking smashed mine. I've done it as that aggressive before and it's not smashed. <laughs> Oh, God. I felt so bad afterwards. Uh, it was very funny, It was though. so it good. It was so funny. Huh. What do we have? What's the next four? So we've got... We've got... Uh, Departed, the, yeah, good Departed Shep- the Good Shepherd, something, and then Ocean's 13? Nope. Ocean's 13 after Good Ocean's Shepherd. Thir- so Ocean's 13 and then Born Ultimatum. Yeah. Born Ultimatum is our halfway point. Jesus Christ. It's Jason Bourne. Jason. <laughs> what? We're like... Six weeks out from Shape Part 2. I know, I know. I'm so excited. I'm so excited, Hannah. Well, we need to we need to start organizing our trip for our special uh, guest for the Invictus episode. Oh, yes, we'll we will talk do. about that off mic. Yeah. Thanks, guys, for listening. We'll see you next week. See you next week for The Departed. I think that's going to be a long one. Ugh, I'm going to be so eager. The movie's like three hours. It's only two and a half. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's an oh. hour and 51 minutes. Hour fifty. Sorry, uh, hundred and fifty-one minutes. Ah, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, sorry, you went from two and a half to an hour fifty-one. What's, I, what's happening? You could here? see me doing the math. Yeah, as I, I was could. Saying, the and the I was math like, was going wrong somewhere. <laughs> I was like, I had math and wrong. Uh, All right, see you next week. I'm turning it off for real this time, actually. For real, for real. Bonus content for the for the Patreon. Hell we yeah. launch it in 2023. <laughs> no, yeah. not yet. Huh? Yeah. Not yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice one. Mm-hmm. 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 You setting up Patreon and not telling me because you forgot to is something I feel like would happen. Yeah. I'm not going to lie.